Welcome home, Columbia. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, welcome back to NWGLS. NWLGLS? Sometimes. Sometimes. Wait, what? <laughs> hey! Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's been a little while, hasn't it? I guess when I say welcome back, we're welcoming back after... Are we welcoming ourselves back? What are, what's I, going on I here? I think we're more welcoming ourselves back than we're really welcoming back uh, the... <laughs> the... The no one that's going to be yeah, listening? Yeah, yeah. There's going to be four people out there that are still subscribed to this shitty podcast. That, and they're going to be like, whoa, the hell's going on, man? Must be a glitch. <laughs> yeah, I, let me hit play just because this is pro they probably got hacked. Yeah, and this yeah. is someone wanting uh, to extend my warranty. I know Edward James almost still has uh, got the is out there on. listening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He's watching all our tweets still, patiently waiting. Um, yes, we and are Sinbad. back. Um, <laughs> it's been a few years. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. A couple things happened, you know, uh, obviously, uh, COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think while most people probably dug deeper into podcasting, we <laughs> said, fuck it. I think yeah. it's because we're, we're, we're naturalists that want to do it face to face. Yeah, yeah. And, and we were so uh, used to to doing that we we tried a couple of times we did put out a couple of episodes where we That's did right, some we remote did. stuff yeah um and it just didn't didn't, didn't have, really groove didn't have the same flow it's, yeah. a, it's i think we also just didn't have the technology as a group yeah. um you know today actually it is just me nathan and ray that's me um you know like right now it's where we're at uh, but obviously we still will always invite our buddy tj and chuck back and if anybody Meet else wants to yeah you know um it's just we had the time and it was honestly kind of off the cuff and we're like hey yeah. let's let's get together and let's podcast here i'm gonna listen we're gonna i'm gonna level with you guys this is what happened nathan Baldwin is <laughs> and he said hey man come over drink some beers and then he wanted to show me the microphone he said you know what this would be good for podcasting <laughs> yeah. so here we are i mean that's the, the short end of it it was uh <laughs> hey i got a nice mic Try to get out and he just reeled me back in <laughs> just as i got out they bring me back <laughs> exactly. in. exactly so you know as far as a lot of it's going to be the same uh we plan on just kind of really talking about the nerd stuff that we love uh diving into what we've been into going over the news because that's always been something that we truly love but we figured that probably one of the better things to do is just kind of bring you guys on a quick what we've been up to where the, we're at yeah what's, what's going on in our lives um you know when we last left off we were like really into um i think nerd things i think avengers that came out <laughs> <laughs> no um you know and a lot of that's still been the same uh one of the big things that has really changed for me that i've dove in and gotten into big is D D. yeah really really nathan's uh nathan's been doing a lot of dungeon mastering lately. yeah uh, y'all are on y'all's is this the third campaign and this is the second like full forced like so this is a, i would actually call it more our second full-on campaign this is our second year we did a full year last year um you know uh be, prior to that leading up to it i just i've always wanted to do a D &D. I played D D once or twice and the you know i actually came up on my time hop like it was about nine years ago i was like oh look at that Ooh. um 
But, you know, Ray wouldn't be the GM because he the didn't try. I wouldn't be the general manager. He wouldn't, he wouldn't be the game master. Oh, There's GM and DM. GM. And I, you know, I said, you know what? The hell with it. I'll do it. So I ran a couple of games with, with Ray and a couple of friends. And, you know, mm-hmm. we did those one-offs. And then I was like, let's, I, you know, I found an actual group of guys that would commit to playing every other week, usually is uh, what our goal for. And we ran a full campaign. It was my first campaign ever. And it was a lot of fun. I actually really enjoyed it. And so much that I was like, hey, let's roll a second year. And we actually brought another guy in. And since then, I've now like, I'm full on nerd with uh, being a dungeon master. I use a yeah, lot. Yeah, you've uh, really fallen into it, like pretty heavy. Yeah, uh, I bought a 3D printer. Um, you know, yeah, so I could, yeah, yeah. So just to print the minis. Yeah, um, I do live. We use a TV to use our maps, so I use a lot of live maps or create my own maps. So a very digital, very uh, bougie. Uh, yeah. Some people might say. Well, and and from that, like I had been doing a lot of uh, a lot. I, I've, I've painted like five miniatures or something. I have so much like paint and stuff but never get to do it well and you've also for this gotten into like painting minis and stuff like yes. that we've had a couple of times when we got together and just like painted stuff it was a lot of fun if you it's kn- cool to do that stuff like together with people yeah. instead of just by myself it's and, was, like sending pictures yeah. through facebook messenger to people it's like a weird thing that you wouldn't think painting miniatures would be a group activity and it's yeah. not necessarily really a group activity but it's something that you can it's already relaxing yes yeah which is which is something that surprised me about it like how relaxing it was i just got into it because i got a star wars game that had a lot of minis with it and i was like this would be cool to paint and then like i realized you know it takes me several hours to paint some of these things but it is real relaxing. It's pretty cool. It's one of those, if you've ever been interested, um, and this is just like the real quick uh, sell you on it, they have real cheap like beginner sets just to try it. Yeah. And you'd be really surprised just sitting there. It's something to do with your hands and the end result. It's that little bit of accomplishment. It's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And yeah, each absolutely. time you do it, you get better. Um, oh, yeah. That's the that's the cool thing, like how much better you can get if you actually yeah. do it. And you can do it for a small investment, a couple of brushes. But what uh, a lot of times people do it by themselves. I do it by myself. It's, uh, you know, just listening to music or a podcast. Yeah. But like to have a friend come over, you kind of you talk. Sometimes you sit in silence for like 30 minutes yeah. as you get on it. Um, but it, it's also... It's like you feed off of that energy of like, oh, that's pretty cool what he's doing yeah. over there. Let me try that over here or ask questions for ideas. So yeah. um, that's, I think, more than anything for D&D uh, is the community part of it and the yeah. friendship of like, you know, every at least once to twice a month, I get to hang out with all my buddies. Um, you know, Ray still shows up. He doesn't always, Ray, play. Ray doesn't play. He's, an, he's actually a big fan. He just, he's a spectator. Yeah. Uh, he, D&D's he, a spectator sport yeah. for me. Uh, he likes to show up about an hour late and uh, just. <laughs> with some beers, just sit yeah, there and it, watch them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, throw a little sly comments. Yeah. Uh, but you get to just hang out and have a lot of fun. You get a lot of laughs. Yeah. Um, and then the other activities like printing the 3Ds. And for me, it's a lot of the creativity of like coming up with, uh, uh, I, I do homebrew, um, so I don't run modules or anything like that. So I come up with my own stories, heavily stolen from books and stuff I love, but it's all you know created from my own mind. And it allows you, if, if you've ever thought about being a, a DM, it takes a lot of that fear of like, oh my God, I need to know everything because you realize you don't. You just need to know enough and go by the rule of cool as long as everybody's having fun. Yeah, uh, That's the biggest thing I've always learned. If you've ever wanted to play D&D, 
plenty of stories of people that have been playing for like 20 years now and they're like when we were first playing like we you know we rolled a d20 for everything we didn't realize that there was different dice yeah but if you walk away from the table you had fun that's, that's cool and so like it, that's that's my my plea to anybody that's ever wanted to play D and you can't you can't find someone to do it and you're just like damn it i'll be the dm yeah just do it. You'll have fun. Well, and that's one of those things. Like, how old were you when we when you started doing D and D? Like, you know, most people start when they're like twelve or something. Yeah, but we no. were like old ass adults, uh, mid thirties. Yeah, yeah, starting to play D and D and stuff like that. Um, which seems kind of kind of lame, but it's still like cool. You know, well, I don't know if it's cool, but it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> it's at least fun. Yeah. So that has been, I, I say, probably one of the bigger things of of my nerdum has really became my what I'm obsessed with, you yeah. know, I still do my music. Um, another crazy thing since we've been con is we both had kids. Yeah. So that, uh, sometimes yeah, <laughs> part yeah. of our name. Yeah. So we, we live up to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I just had a kid a month ago and Ray, <laughs> um, I guess one, you, you had a kid prior when we were doing yeah, the party yeah, yeah. And, and then you had your beautiful a, daughter. Yeah. I have a, I have a second kid now. Uh, she is wild. And very, very loud. There there were a few um so me and Allison did a couple of podcasts on the on the channel and uh Mayday, who's my daughter, um was involved with those and there were a couple of instances of us having to tell her to shut up. Um, the little six month old telling her to shut the fuck up uh while we're podcasting and everything. Um <clears throat> so like uh, you know it's it, if you've listened to any of this stuff, I don't think anyone listened to those podcasts, but um, they're out there, and uh, yeah, so that that's been crazy. Now, Ray, what about you? I, I've been D and D. Now, um, you've actually went a lot more. <laughs> you Listen, you became a real life about, druid. Yeah, y'all uh y'all used to talk about how old I was, and y'all used to make jokes about that. I've gotten real heavy into gardening (laughs) not as cool um i built a little gardening and like light woodworking i guess i would say Uh, i built a lot of raised beds for me out at uh big brown and we've been growing a bunch of we just harvested a big old thing of potatoes we got a bunch of taters i'm gonna tell you guys if you want to just see some of the most boring social media (laughs) follow ray and his wife as they post the most just photos of plants i will say at least allison makes pretty photos she does much prettier things than i do ray is usually uh it's like this upward like of your chin and nostrils (laughs) as you like circle around showing your bed it's mostly your head and in the background there's like you can catch a glimmer it's got some true boomer energy to it for real you can catch a glimmer of vegetation (laughs) yeah yeah so apparently when you start gardening you also just (laughs) fully just go full old man yeah full old man uh, I've been doing a lot of that. Uh, I've still been doing a lot of the 3D printing that I was doing uh, before when we, uh, I've, uh, both Nathan and I have resin printers now. I don't know. I think one of the last episodes we did, I, I've got one of my resin printers. Um, <clears throat> so I've been still doing a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, I've been printing out like some, some props and stuff like that, like Star Wars guns and stuff like that. That is kind of cool. And then like painting those up. It's, that's been a lot of fun to do. Um, uh, been doing the gardening of course, and, um, still, still into board games. We haven't got to play as many, but, uh, so here's a, here's probably the biggest news we have. Uh, we finally played Kingdom Death. Yeah, that's right. We did. (laughs) After, uh. 
if you if you go back to when we first started podcasting, <laughs> yeah, Ray mentioned Kingdom Death, and uh, it finally showed up. Yeah, and then we Ray sat on it like a, a chicken waiting for an egg to hatch, and just kept telling us, "Hey man, I, I just got to paint a couple figures." Yeah, and when we finally played, I realized he only had to paint five figures. <laughs> it wasn't very many, <laughs> and it was. Not... And I still haven't painted all five of those. I think I painted three, and one of them's a white lion. Yeah, so yeah. it wasn't it's even just spray paint that shit white. Um, but we finally played it and it was, it, it was like, it was, the, the hype was built up for so long cause it's a good game. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it is a good game, but it was like in your head, I think the legend of it became yeah. more, no, I could, yeah. Uh, but we we finally played a few times actually. Yeah, we played and, a couple of sessions of it. And I, we actually, I really enjoyed it. I know you're like uh, th- these guys are all like a little bit more into the D and D now, so we don't do as many board games. Uh, although my uh, <clears throat> my purchasing of board games has not has not leveled off any. Um, but we've played a lot fewer. Again, you know, COVID and all that stuff kind of killed killed some of that. But we have gotten a few games. We played. In here we and played there. a few uh, Star Wars, and we we actually got to finally play. Uh, was it fast food? Oh, food uh, food chain magnet. Food chain magnet. magnet. And so, then we also played uh, sleeping sleeping gods. Yeah. So <clears> we, we got to play through that. That was pretty fun. Yeah. So we we did get a few in. Um, we'll have to do a bigger segment. But I, the the difference of where like certain games like. Uh, the fast food one I really enjoyed. Yeah, that one was really good. That one lived up to hype, I feel like. The for that. issue with Kingdom Gods or Kingdom, Kingdom Death. Death, sorry, is like it feels like it's all it, it has this feel of a D type of campaign with mm-hmm. this, this big overarching story. There's like this camp, but the restriction of the rules yeah. when you're so used to the freedom yeah. of like D D of creativity. Which is one of the funny things, um, because I enjoy the, kind of the guidelines of things so <clears throat> i enjoy the guidelines of these these rules and then of course nathan for D likes the freedom of everything i i don't get to play as much of the D, and i do really enjoy uh some of that because we did do that one little campaign where we were like really high levels and i was yeah. a well i was a rogue a high level did, rogue, we've done a couple of fun one really shots fun. yeah um, and I did also get to play a druid one time that was, I, I loved that character. And, uh, you've also partake in, there's a sci-fi campaign yes, we yeah. do that our friend Jack runs. Yeah. Yeah. So you get, you get the every once in a while experience it every now and then, every now and then, but he's not fully on there, but yeah. So gardening and, and board games, gardening, board games, man. You know, killing his back. Yeah, I'm Those, still I'm still reading uh, reading a lot of comics. Uh, all the X Men stuff that's come out with the uh, when uh, oh who was it um the the all the way of X and the X of Swords and all you know all the X Men stuff that's come out. Uh, I've been keeping pretty much up with all of that because like X Men's kind of back, baby. Uh, it's been real good. So uh, comic book wise, since there's been so much X-Men, I haven't got to read a whole lot of other stuff. I've read a few little one-off things. I read this really cool. It's got some really good art. I don't know if I even told you about this called Mouse Guard. And it's just like these mice that are like knights and stuff. And they protect the their little like mouse kingdoms and stuff like that. That sounds but fun. There's a lot of, in, you know, like... <clears throat> people were like betraying the mouse guard and stuff. It was pretty cool. Um, I read it on comiXology and then I, I picked up the, the, the books from it. Cause I was like, man, this is pretty cool. And the art is just like really, really cool. It's a little, it's different than other things. So, uh, there've been other things like that, that I've, I've read some stuff. Um, so I'm still comic booking dur- funny enough during, uh, during COVID all collecting 
went out of control. So prices of a lot of things just went through the roof. So I haven't really been like hardcore collecting um, and trying to get like my grails and all that lately because they're just so expensive. I've actually thought about like selling a bunch of mine because I could make some. You'll never do it. And I won't. You you know I won't. I will never do it. But I've thought about it. <laughs> right now is the time to sell. It and is. you're not going to do it. I'm not going to. And, and what's going to happen is in three years, Ray's going to tell me about how much money he could have made yeah. if he yeah. would have sold. He's like, I'm just sitting on all this money. Man, if I would have sold three years ago, I could have bought God, me. Yeah, because some of these some of these things, uh, like the Miles Morale, first appearance of Miles Morale has gone like out of control. It's just like, it could be in the thousands. I don't have mine graded, but I have that. Um, and yeah, there's just a lot of that stuff that's, that's wild. Um, but it's also expensive to grade that stuff. So yeah. you got to invest. Yeah. yeah. I've been, uh, I still do a lot of reading. Um, you know, like uh, tons of books, uh, got into Stephen King for a while. Um, I think that's, he's been covered numerous times. So, oh, yes. uh, and, and like his books are just always, they're all reliables is yeah. what I call them. Yeah. Um, Michael Allison has actually, uh, gotten into, uh, audible recently. So she's been, can't go wrong. Well, with, she's yeah. been listening to some, You'll cook rough it. stuff, man. Some yeah. rough stuff. You'll cook through it if, if you got um I Michael J. Sullivan uh released the new novel called Nolan, uh part of Rai Era. Oh, okay. uh, Chronicles. Right on, right on. I know and, you're super into those. And enjoying that. Uh that that's about the only book of like big uh, there's actually a bunch of books I read and enjoyed. Just yeah. I don't want to bore you guys with my book reviews. Yeah. That's another podcast. Watching uh, a lot of movies, watching a lot of shows. Yeah, so shows. Um tell me a couple of shows that you uh that really stood out, like uh you know, keep it somewhat current. <clears throat> uh well, I guess cause somewhat current. Um Oh, the office, huh? Yeah. I've been <laughs> we rewatched through the office, rewatched through Parks and Rec. No, um, we did finally watch, and I think this is uh, relatively current. Um, Handmaid's Tale. No, that's not current. <clears throat> I mean, I think it. It, it has a current. It's been around season. Yeah. Um, and it's. I, I think it's got another season coming out. Coming out soon. We watched through all of that though. <sighs> that is a rough, rough watch, but it was good. Life I, imitating art. Yeah, that's <laughs> the, that's the scary thing. The scary. Um, I, the Expanse. I finally binged through all of that. I actually started the Expanse. Yeah. This month. How do, how have you liked it so far? I uh, so I'm six episodes in. Okay, okay. Um, I, I feel like six episodes in, you're still trying to figure out what the hell's going on. I don't, I don't, I don't dislike it by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely like there's a lot going. My issue with with stories like, especially because it's a sci-fi show, yeah, is they're trying to set a lot of stuff up, which I, yes. I see is going to pay off. But like, and maybe it's I, I just have a harder time following what's going on, even though I watched plenty of other shows that have the same. I felt the exact same on. way. So I watched the first like five or six episodes, uh, like a long time before I watched the rest of them. And I kind of just fell off. And then, you know, I was just looking for something else to watch. So, um, I picked it back up again and, it's one of those things. I think I think there's ten or twelve episodes in season one. I don't remember, but it's one of those things that is one of those shows where it gets to the end of the season and there's a twist that twists the entire story. And there's and there's plenty of shows that the first seasons are so throwaway yeah. set up, which I hate because you got to kind of see. I didn't feel like it was throwaway set up because because uh, there's a lot no. of good, like Thomas Jane's character in it's really good and like a fun watch. 
Um, but like I said, it, it's just it turns into something different. Yeah. Kind of like Game of Thrones. You watch the whole you're like, oh, knights. You forget about, oh, there were zombies at the beginning of this. And then all of a sudden at the end, oh, dragons? What the hell yeah. is going on with this? It's kind of got one of those kind of things. And that's what I was going to actually use as a comparison of like multiple things going on. But Game of Thrones, I was able to follow it a lot easier with the political intrigue. Because like, I, you know, I love that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I like well, and this has a lot of that as well. But that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of political. Oh, okay. gotcha. I mean, most of the story is political intrigue. Yeah. And, you know, minor, you know, all the stuff with Mars, the belters yeah. and stuff. So cool show. Definitely not knocking it. And I know people love it. So I'm going to keep pushing through because yeah. uh, I think the final season has came out just recently or. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I think this maybe maybe it was 2021 the end of 2021 or something like that but I'm, I've definitely gotten through the whole whole thing um I did I did not watch it when it dropped the final season I waited a little bit but then I jumped into it, it and was, it's must good. have been recently because I know at the <clears throat> during the D&D like a couple of the guys are really into it so they were looking forward Got to it, the, the they, they were talking about it yeah gotcha, so gotcha recently um yeah one of the shows uh I watched uh, a couple things severance uh, so Apple TV, I've been trying more shows out. Yeah. Um, Separance. They have several, is, I think, under the radar shows. I had seen pictures of Severance. And yeah, it, after after I watched it, I started looking at them. People were like talking all about it. Apparently, oh. it has a lot of hype. Um, very like workplace sci-fi. That's weird. The, the, the quick premise of it is that there's this company that if you go work for them, they have figured out a way to split your mind. And once you go down this elevator, you become, it's, you're still yourself, but you have no memory of who you are on the outside. And once you go out, you have no memory of who you are on the inside. Wild. So they, they call them innies and outies. So like, you know, the, okay. the innies. So like to, to give you an example, if you're an innie, when you walk through that elevator and you walk back, almost no time has, has actually moved. It's like, it's like you just turned around. So like you're gotcha. constantly working there. Yeah. And on the same, if like you are, you know, when you go to work, you go down an elevator, you don't remember it comes out. You've like lost no time. Uh-huh. So it's a very interesting concept. And a lot of the, uh, those innies have a horrible life. And <laughs> well, cause also everything's very drab. It's mm-hmm. very like 1970s look like, um, they're heavily monitored on everything they do. Okay. They don't even know what they're really doing. Okay. Like, so the, the, the people that work in this, it's, it's four, it's a four man cubicle and they look at these numbers and they look for, they wait for a number that scares them and like, then they click on it and remove it, but it's doing something they have no idea. Weird. And as they start like they, so they start like mingling with like other, uh, branches and it's a very just well done show. Christopher hmm. Walken's in it. Uh, I yeah. Had no clue. Yeah. He, he, he has a, a small part, great part. Um, I, I literally first episode is a little slow, mm-hmm. just setting up the premise. But after that first episode, I, I couldn't stop watching it. Okay. And it ends on probably one of the better cliffhangers of a season. Okay. And I, and I, and the reason I started watching it is because I thought there was a couple seasons out because I've, I, oh, I heard yeah, about yeah. it on like Reddit once or twice. And I, I always try and ignore that stuff. So I don't read any spoilers. So I yeah. just knew of the show and the cliffhanger goes, Oh, let's, let's. And then there was no more episodes and, oh, I, no. and I, I was like so upset uh, but i can't suggest severance enough if you're looking for a show this and actually i didn't realize that yeah this show just recently came out so that's a that was a one that really stuck out well and i feel like apple 
Apple TV doesn't get like a lot of people don't talk about it as a streaming service, but like, like also Ted, if you, Ted Lasso is Ted the only Lasso's, thing that's gotten anything, and that's a great show. That show is amazing. That was the first show I watched on Apple TV. Actually, mm-hmm. the first show I've ever watched on Apple TV. Period. And I was like, this is an amazing show. Yeah, it's probably one of the best feel good shows. Yeah, um, well acted. Uh, Andy Sedakis, I think. I think that. I think um, that's right. He's he he just kills that role. Um. And I couldn't, I can't get enough of it. Like I said, uh, Roy Kent, uh, you know. Yeah, gosh, I love that guy. When <laughs> Roy Kent is uh, reading fucking, um, ah, it's gonna kill you, the the Tom Hanks movie with the the angels and stuff. Angel, an, oh gosh, what did, um, Field of Dreams? No, <laughs> Tom <laughs> Hanks. Tom Hanks. <laughs> That's Kevin Costner yeah. with the baseball. Um, the one Man, with, I don't the Bible mystery, uh, Da Vinci Code. When he's reading, oh god! He's, he's reading to the. I don't know if there's actually angels in it, but like he's he, like just he just keeps making like out loud commentary, and I've never cared for the Da Vinci Code, but like Roy Kent being so into it almost made me read that stupid book because <laughs> he's just like, oh my god, you gotta see this. Um, so that one, yeah, was great. Uh, Ted Lasso. I've tried a couple other ones. I tried the Blind show uh, hmm. with Aquaman. Jason Momoa is in it, where everybody's blind. It's a oh, I don't know that one. It got it had a lot of hype um, because it's definitely it's you know I think it was trying Apple's trying to do their Game of Thrones. Gotcha. And the the, the concept is like literally everyone is blind in this world and like Weird. and they're all very barbaric and they they fight and there's a war going on. And, no, I missed that one. Um, I watched like the first two episodes. It wasn't bad, but it just didn't hook me. We did start the um, Haley Steinfeld the. Uh, from True Grit and Bumblebee and recently Hawkeye. She has one that's Dickinson, uh, Emily Dickinson. And it's, it's wild because, uh, it's, it's so like kind of modernized, but it's definitely still in the period. Uh, and it's on there. So like, uh, Wiz, what's the, a Wiz Khalifi. Is that, uh, Uh, he's like the devil in it and stuff like that. So it's like that kind of stuff. And they talk very, very modern in it. So she's like, ah, shut the fuck up. You know, that kind of stuff. Uh, and that one's been kind of interesting. Um, so there, there are some gems on there that I think a lot of people don't, um, don't realize because I never hear anyone talk about other than Ted Lasso. Oh, Apple TV. Did you watch this? The, uh, the, the newsroom, uh, Oh, okay. That one is pretty well renowned, and Christy watched it. Uh, is that the one that Mindy Kling wrote? I don't know if she wrote it. I know she's in it. Part of it. I think she produces it or something. I don't um, remember. She has something to do with it. But it has Reese Witherspoon. And yes. Like, um, it, and that one was actually Steve Carell's in it. Uh, he plays. It, it's kind of like a. He gets me too. He was a oh, like morning okay. show host. That at least that's the premise that kicks the show off. Gotcha. Um, and really well acted. Actually, I was. It was one of those that like she was really into it, so she just kept watching. I was like, "Hey, that's fine." Um, so yeah, Apple TV, like I said, uh, I think a lot of people don't talk about it as much. Well, and, and there's and, there is some good stuff, but they don't have a lot of stuff. No, 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 no. But it is one of those that like if you're looking for something else, like you've gone through all your Netflix, you've gone all your Hulu, you've gone on your Disney Pluses. There's some stuff to try out on there. Get that so. free month and just yeah, <laughs> watch. yeah, and watch watch a few of these things. Anything else you had that you've been uh, um, over the last 13 years? <laughs> no, I mean, like, the only other shows, uh, just to touch real quick, um, 
and most of these are still kind of current yellowstone i finally gave it that's probably oh, the most boomer yeah. show i've ever watched okay very it, it, it's soap opera i want to watch the sam elliott one for sure but the kevin yeah. costner one i would i don't think i would hate i love kevin costner and but it's just it, i think the the comparison to like dallas and Knott's landing and stuff like that or what uh would have kind of killed me on it a little bit i never watched dallas or anything but i, I could, didn't either but i can imagine i could um like but and like i said it's one of those i gave it a try and it's it's just automatically hooks you because it's just crazy story after crazy story yeah and it's and it's pretty well acted okay. um love death and robots season three. Oh gosh how did we yeah i feel like this is not getting enough hype season one and two were excellent and season three like the worst episode what i thought was the worst episode was still like a really good episode i can never i stress it i tell people all the time i was like if you have not watched the love death and robots you're doing yourself a disservice yeah. because it's an anthology so yeah, it's so story it's, after story and it's like usually the longest episodes like 26 27 minutes yeah. so they're very easy to watch seven minutes to like 26 yeah. minutes like yeah. it, you get they're bite size yeah absolutely but they do such a good job of setting up a world a story you like you're automatically just bought in and it, and yeah. it just flows so well and, and some of the concepts are so big yeah, great sci-fi they can tell such good stories in 27 minutes yep. or less and the graphics are groundbreaking i mean yeah. top of the class if, you, if you've never watched love death robots that's Please. a Netflix one. You no, know, watch it. It's on Netflix. Everyone um, has Netflix. You got it. Give it a try. I'll tell you what. If you've never watched it, that's a lot of content for you to watch. Because yeah. the first season was like I think 20? almost twenty episodes. Yeah, After that, they went to very like quick uh, ten episode runs and stuff. Uh, and then one more thing uh, that I think's worth noting. I'm in the middle of watching. Uh, so peacock i believe is this they've done a couple like they did pam and tommy i know some people watch that uh, um, i think that was on hulu we watched that on hulu i don't know if it was a peacock we watched it on hulu maybe it was hulu but there's been these shows um so i watched angeline um and it is so angeline is a peacock show i had never heard of her but apparently she was a 80s icon in the 80s she all of a sudden was on a bunch of billboards in la she was this busty blonde woman and was just like surrounded in mystique. And so it's a pseudo documentary where like um, they shoot it where you think that there's is a current documentary with all actors. And then it also has just the regular scenes acted out as well. Um, it reminds me very much of the same style and feel as Pam and Tommy. That's the only reason I okay. brought it up. Um, worth the watch. It's kind of a weird show. Um, the character is really weird. She's um, she's the main girl in Shameless. If you've ever watched Shameless, okay. Um, she's the like head daughter, you know, matriarch, whatever you want to call. Uh, if you're looking for just like kind of a interesting story and just a little bit bizarre, watch Angeline. Oh, so, so she was a real person. Uh, no, yeah, she's absolutely okay. yeah. It's, uh, it's she, apparently, person. she was in um. Earth Girls Are Easy. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was just looking it up while we were talking about it. I can't find the actual show, but I found the actual person. Look so. up and just type in Angeline well, Peacock. Peacock. Uh, yeah. um, they don't do that on IMDb. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, that, that's that been like uh, the, the, the main shows recently that really stood out to me. Anything uh, on your side? I mean, other than the ones I already mentioned, I, yeah. of course, 
Um, <clears throat> of course, I've been y'all guys. Y'all, if you've listened to this ever, you guys know me. I've been listening. To, I've been watching all the Marvel stuff, of course, all the Disney Plus stuff, all the Star Wars stuff. You know, all of that that typical nerd stuff. Uh, we did a we me and Allison did a season on. Um, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. We watched that, of course. Uh, WandaVision, Loki. Uh, what was the most... Uh, Hawkeye. All that stuff. We've been into that. So, uh, And, of course, the, the Marvel movies and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> all the typical stuff you would expect me to be watching. Well, that actually uh, brings us to a quick break. And I think what we should do is we'll come back and let's dive into some of that stuff that's came out recently. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're we're going to talk about Obi-Wan, Stranger Things, Doctor Strange, Moon Knight. A couple oh, of yeah, the other current things that came out just to kind of touch on those. And one surprise that I have that we, you and I oh, didn't talk about, but I got, we got to throw it out surprise. there. A surprise. All right. All right, welcome back. So, well, we got uh, Nathan put me on, rub me down with some icy hot on my back from doing all my gardening today. You have this nice aroma of dirt. Thank you, thank you. And uh, jalapenos. We call it it soil in the gardening (laughs) business. (laughs) Some uh, industry lingo you got over there. Uh, It it smells like dirt. Anyway. There's been a lot, like, this is like the perfect time to come back because there's been some really good shows that have dropped lately. Oh, yeah. There's been some movies, and we'll, and we'll, we'll talk about one because we don't want to over-inundate you guys with, like, the millions and millions of different things that have happened. Um, but let's start with the movie. Let's start with Doctor Strange. Yeah, so this, this just dropped uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, Multiverse of Madness, that, that's been... The thing for a while, uh, the Spider-Man one uh, came out. Multiverse a bit is so hot right now. The multiverse is so hot right now. But uh, <clears throat> going into it, I, I wasn't really. Uh, the first Doctor Strange was fine. Um, it's not one that I revisit a lot. And Doctor Strange is fine as a character. Uh, he's been good in some of the some of the other Marvel. I movies. think he's a great side character. He 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 is. He I think he's better in not his movies like in other things. It, before watching this movie, I would have 100 like, and, and I will say that as we dive in, I think he is one of the weaker links. Like I, I didn't, and I thought this was a good movie. So let me yeah. just go ahead and put that out as a preface. Yeah. The first uh, Dr. Strange movie, I, I didn't care for BT dubs. Let's go ahead and, and throw this out there. If you've listened to us, you know this, but uh, everything we're about to talk about spoilers. Yeah. We're going to have spoilers there. Um, and we'll try not to deep, deep dive into this, yeah. but there's definitely some things you just got to talk about. Oh, absolutely. About absolutely. Um, so, uh, yeah. So we, we had the Spider-Man movie, which kind of cracked open the whole multiverse uh, idea. Uh, there was a lot or of secrets. WandaVision that cracked it open in? Uh, I mean, true-ish. But, um, but uh, you, did you even watch WandaVision? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so... You know, the, 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 that's the phase four thing. That's kind of been what, we, you know, we've had Eternals. We had um, Black Widow. So it didn't start off super hot. And uh, then we got the Spider-Man one. Uh, that was really good. We all enjoyed yeah. that, I believe. I did. Um, a lot of people, good. you know, uh, people were talking about, oh, Toby's coming back. Oh, Andrew's coming back. And everyone says, oh, no, that's not happening. Of course. There it was. It did happen. So we got the multiverse stuff starting up. And uh, now we got Doctor Strange. And I will say, 
for a person who's watched all of the Marvel stuff, reads a bunch of Marvel comics, there were a lot of things in this I was not expecting. Oh, really? uh, they, 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 I think they did a really. I mean, they they always do this stuff. They did it with Infinity War. They did it with uh, with uh, In Game. There's a lot of stuff that uh, they're good at misdirection, uh, but <clears throat> definitely wasn't expecting Wanda to be the big bad in the whole whole thing. No, agreed. I was pleasantly surprised, I guess, um, because yeah, I, I will say like going off when we watched the trailers. Yeah, 100% thought that the bad guy was going to be a Doctor Strange. Like uh, there was another universe, yeah. Doctor Strange. Like that's kind of how... Or there was going to be some demon-y Doctor Strange thing that yeah. was going to show up and that was like the puppet master behind everything. And so when they, the reveal as mm-hmm. it came through, and, and it was pretty early. It um, was. It's like, oh, Wanda's the bad guy. And, and at first I was and, like, okay, she's the bad guy right, right now. now. Yeah, and this is going to change because yeah, they're going to twist. Else, yeah, something else is going to happen. It never happened, and they just made her like worse, crazier, and yeah. worse. And and you got to like also just touch base that this is Sam Raimi, absolutely, and, and all his little just Raimiisms, yeah, Raimiisms. Uh, because I I will say right off the bat, I think with a lot of the Marvel movies, um, they they like to get newer people, um. Like that's kind of where a lot of people like cut their teeth. They've had Joss Whedon and stuff like that, and he's done stuff before, uh, but a lot of his stuff was TV stuff before he came to do Avengers. Um, uh, James uh, James Gunn, same thing. He hadn't done any huge stuff, um, so like they kind of like to get newer newer directors on it. But Sam Raimi is a veteran, yeah, and I feel like that shined through. Uh, in this movie, you could tell like that you could tell the difference between having a veteran director working on something like this. Well, not only a veteran, but also someone that style has a has a, oh, a unique. Yes, he, has he has a, a voice, very spe- a specific style. Yeah, he has a voice to the way he shoots a movie. Uh, he has just those things like you know, besides Bruce Campbell, like, there's certain cam- uh, camera angles. There's a way yeah. he utilizes mirrors, eyes. Yeah. There's all these like callbacks that he does. Even you know his fucking cars in it you know like yeah um he just does these little things and i think he helmed it because i know they were kind of pseudo horror movie i mean yeah. it, it definitely was never going to be full-on horror no it's, but it's it had mcu but it was elements much more horror-esque than anything else scary done. elements is what yeah. I, I would say but there was definitely as the movie proceeded and stuff like that where i was just like as wanda almost became a deadite yeah. um when dr strange you know gets goes into the other universe to bring himself back as a zombie yeah that was the other thing right like, out of ash <laughs> yeah well but um that was another twist Obviously, during the trailer, I was like, okay, this is a zombie Doctor Strange. This is obviously probably going to come from the What Ifs uh, movie where Doctor Strange, you know, where the zombies were all, you know, you know, you had the zombie episode and all. That's probably what this is coming from. No, that zombie Doctor Strange was the good guy. Yeah. That was, that was another thing that just like blew my mind. I was like, oh, wow, that's a twist as well. But you have him. And also you got Danny Elfman doing the score. Yeah. Amazing and, score. And and again, the, the score was so good in this. Little things like, because uh, of course, from the trailer, we knew Patrick Stewart was going to be reprising his role as uh, Professor X. But when he came out, on the on yeah. the stage, and they do they give that little callback to the 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 cartoon X Men uh, theme. That was brilliant. Oh God, I ooh, I lost it. And of course, the other surprise, 
um, Jim uh, shows up as like people have been wanting this forever. Like they've true fan service, fan, yeah, fan casting of um, God, what's his name? His real name? I, why can't I think of it? Oh, Jim Halpert from The Office. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Why can't we think of this? We're so stupid. Uh, but yeah, it shows up as uh, Mr. Fantastic. They also like did the callback. I can't remember the dude's name. I loved him in Hill on Wheels, but he was in... John Krasinski. Why couldn't we think of that? We are so dumb. Uh, it's because we have these fucking microphones in front of us. But um, yeah, the, the dude that played Black Bolt in the really bad Inhumans show that was on, I think, Hulu or whatever showed back up as black bolt like they they went yep. that deep and were okay bringing the dude the dude back and everything um but gave him the costume and the, the yeah full look. yeah and uh you, you know captain that, marvel is it no no sorry who uh agent was it agent carter agent carter yeah and i guess that's the that's the first uh live action agent carter we've gotten but of course it's the the same girl that played from what if from, from um from the Agent Carter show and the Captain America movie and everything. So there was, um, like they had done with, honestly, since Infinity War, they gave a lot of fan service with that. They gave a lot of fan service, a ton of fan service with Endgame. Spider-Man was basically fan service, just bringing Toby back. Yeah. and But this was, again, more fan service. But this was, it was a short scene. Uh, it didn't really push the plot forward too much or anything like that. They, it could have totally not been there and yeah. the movie would have still been fine, but it was fun. It, it was one of those that I, en- I enjoyed the hell of it while oh, watching. Absolutely. It was great. But yeah. And, and hindsight, it's like, okay, they didn't necessarily have to do that, do no. that because, and they definitely went through it real quick. Yeah. Like they killed everyone off real quick because it's one of, I, the, I, you know, that could have been service to more developing Wanda as the villain, you yeah. know, um, because that was not necessarily a qualm, but it's like nowadays we're like, you have to watch everything to like fully follow in this movie because yeah. even though they set it up, it's such throwaway lines exposition at the very beginning of yeah. why Wanda's bad. Yeah. They did a full show. So if you watch the show, it's like, okay, you got all this backstory. You know exactly what's going on. But if you're, if you've been skipping Disney plus and you just watch the movies, you're like, Oh, what, what Wanda's bad. She had kids. Like, you know, yeah. it's just like, what the hell? So it's like a lot of like catch up. Okay. This yeah. is what's going on. And I, th- I think they did that relatively tastefully. It was pretty quickly done to like catch everyone up, but that's not good cinema. No, I know. I know. I think, I, I think as good as that can be done with the huge, that, that's one of the things you're falling into with a lot of this MCU. Now it has so much continuity. Um, and you know, that's one of the things that makes it hard to jump into comic books nowadays. Yeah. Cause there's so much continuity. And we're getting to that point with it's a give or take. You got you got, you, you get your the good with the bad. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I will also say, as and it was absolutely gorgeous when they were going through all the different universes. Yeah, I was disappointed on the lack of universes that they jumped. Yeah, in. so you get multiverse of madness, two, and you get a three maybe few multiverses. You, you get you get a. a, a awesome montage yeah and then they live in like they arrive in new york with flowers yeah and then they go underground to a very boring area that is like very yeah. un and and then they go to the uh, the other place where like i guess uh it's imploding which was very cool graphically yeah. and he has the awesome fight uh you know music fight danny elfman yeah that again, was great but that that was the only other thing that i can say where i was like man I was really hoping there would be a lot more jumping around in universes and, and yeah. getting to see stuff. Um, but 
it's it's another it's a movie where the whole world wasn't at state at least you know yeah, it, 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 was, it was all about was this contained. one girl it was all about uh america chavez like wanda wanted to kill her and take her powers and dr and strange wasn't having it yeah it wasn't like she wanted to get the powers to destroy mm-hmm. the universe yeah she was just gonna go to a universe that was kids and get her kids back or yeah. take kids and so, have that power still have yeah. america's and i i also enjoyed the the fact that um dr strange was pretty shitty and every other timeline yeah <laughs> it was like that makes sense you yeah know? so overall i i have to say it was a good movie it highly good. highly suggested if you didn't watch it um you know wait if you're waiting until it comes out hey no, no, no. i i thought on, it was a great theater movie yeah i uh, honestly think i maybe enjoyed it more than the spider-man movie um I I'd have to re I enjoyed them both I think yeah. pretty equally they were both really good yeah um there's just a lot of fun oh absolutely and that that was one of the things with it it, it was these both were just good popcorn movies yeah but they they had and they these are by no they're superhero movies guys they're comic book movies yeah. there's not a huge amount of depth there but there was a decent amount for a blockbuster popcorn movie. So I enjoyed it a lot. Of if, course if, I did. If but. you want to be shoehorned in the love interest, and I feel him and, uh, is that Amy? Rachel. Adam, Rachel. Yeah. Is it Rachel McAdams? Yeah. yeah. They have zero chemistry. Oh no. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. The, the whole scene at the beginning with the wedding and all that, that was kind of like, uh, I was just like, they, I, I just don't see him pining over this, but that's Shinfo. Oh, did you have a surprise before I go on? Cause I got more stuff in my notes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that I wanted to bring up, uh, a movie that, both of us enjoyed thoroughly um way more than we thought we should uh just hit disney plus this week chip and dale's rescue rangers oh dude that movie was great wasn't it that, that movie i almost was speechless as like how stupidly good yeah. that movie was that was um it made me rem- think of uh who framed roger rabbit absolutely it was. Did, I, did you watch Chippendale a lot when you were a kid? Because it, yeah. it was one of mine that was in rotation. Pretty yeah, it, it definitely. I mean, like it was afternoon Disney. Yep. You know, and it was one that I would watch. I don't remember it a lot, obviously, because um, Ducktales like took yeah. more of my memory yeah. of those shows. Well, and, and where wherever I watched it, they were back and back. You yeah. watched Ducktales and then Chippendale, or Chippendale and then Ducktales. Right. To it. So every weekday, I was watching both of those. But. Um, it was it was a movie. I was like, okay, you know, hey, we'll, we'll check it out. I watched yeah. the, I watched the trailer. I was like, that seems decent. It'll, it's something to watch. Yeah, I loved it. Well, and, and Elliot is three years old now, so we we decided we were gonna have a big boy movie night and just watch a movie because we watch things. He watches stuff, but we don't watch movies with him a lot because um, he's still kind of young. But he was so hyped, and he would tell everyone, uh, "Hey, what are we watch? What are we doing this weekend?" Oh, big boy movie night. What are we going to watch? McDonald's Rescue Rangers. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but he was sure we were watching he, McDonald's He was hoping Rescue there was a tie-in. <laughs> exactly. He exactly. was dropping hints. Yeah. And you're, you're old ass. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm dropping them left and right. I'm not catching them. Yeah. But that... Man. How much did you charge for entry? Like, I mean, to really make them feel it. Um, but yeah, like dumb stuff as far as like... Ugly, ugly Sonic. Sonic. God. Even... Uh, having chip and dale like in two different formats one is in the new cgi there one's the old animated yeah and the why because one's running the the con circuit you know he's 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 still trying to make it yeah he's still trying to you know he still got the chance because that's what i love all these characters they they were actors yeah 
you know, so you just caught them in a, in a glimpse in the middle of a show. Yeah. That was them acting. That's why their voices were that way. Yep. Because once they get done, they have regular dude voices. Yeah. Um, and just like, it, it's a good, you know, it's a caper. They got their buddy that's missing mm-hmm. and they're trying to find them. And at Monterey Jack. Yep. They haven't spoke to each other in 20 years. Yeah. They had a fallout. I mean, like, it's just well set up. Yes. And well executed. And the jokes. The I, jokes I, are hit. great. There was they're a, so good because they're, they're so uh, they're so like they 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 know what they're doing self aware self aware that's what I'm looking for they had like uh, even like you were kind of the uncanny valley uh, they make the joke yeah. of that in like the early 2000s where like everything looked really real but it also looked super fake yes um, well they, and then they bring up because they're shitting on they're shitting on Alvin and the chipmunks of course all the time because why are there so many chipmunk based yeah. kids shows anyway and they're like uh, there's a commercial the ch- Alvin and the chipmunks this time they rap and yeah. you know and they always got a rap uh, yeah he's like uh, they always got a rap and then of course they end up having to rap and it's just like you know but I, I like that they they still they took the joke and they spun it ahead and, and instead of them rapping really well and yes. like having like these cool verses and bars or supposed to be cool it's it's just terrible it's, it's them horrible. rapping about well like, yeah I would never eat a well yeah, yeah and so it was just stupid like which is like I, I don't know like uh, Andy Samberg like that seemed like his level of jokes like you know Hot Rod and the stuff they do yeah. um, so no, great movie. If you have not watched it, I would definitely say. Honestly, I would say like even if you don't have a kid, oh no, this yeah. one's worth watching. It, it's if you're just a a '90s kid, yeah, you, it's worth the watch. Yeah, I guess it, you have to. You kind of have to have. I don't know. You sort of have to have that connection with Chip yeah. and Dale to begin with. Um. So yeah, that was great. Um. Going. Let's, let's keep on the Disney Plus train because okay. like I, I would say like right now. Disney Plus kind of cornered the the cool stuff that's out. Well, um, they, they have so much good new content like that they're making. They they especially because it dropped right now and um, they own all this yeah stuff. They, so they that's, own everything. You know, it's Disney. Eventually, it'll just they be all own Disney us. Uh, Moon Knight. Give us a call. Yeah, Moon Knight came out and yeah. just finished up six six episode season. So it wasn't real 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 long. It's quick. It was quick. It's quick. Uh, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, dude, just like he he like he's done Star Wars. Now he's done Marvel. He's just gonna hit them all, man. He's, yeah, and, and honestly, Oscar Isaac killed this role. I did really because well. he's got to play. You know, um, Moon Knight has um, DID. Um, I don't know enough about that to say whether they did that well in the movies or in the show. I know they don't do it super well in the comics. They don't do any kind of stuff like that super well. Uh, but it was very enjoyable, and Oscar playing multiple personalities, he killed it. He he made each one like specific. Well, yes. I guess you only really get two personalities in the show. Yeah. Um, but you know he has his his a uh, British counterpart, yes. and yeah. then you know his I guess American mercenary. Yeah. Um, he was he just he did a really well job. He was very believable and yeah. he sunk his teeth into it. Um, Ethan Hawke actually was where I was really surprised because he was so good in this. Cause he is, he does the type of villain that I always enjoy where he's not trying to necessarily always be intimidating. He's trying mm-hmm. to come across as friendly. Yeah. I'm here to help you. Yes. Listen. And, and I enjoy a villain who's truly believes in their cause yeah. and they think they're doing something good. Yes. I think that makes a perfect villain. Where but, like to them, they're doing what's right for the world. I feel like that's why so many people liked Thanos. 
yeah in his stuff because it's like okay this dude believes what he's doing yeah and they don't see it as it's not like i'm being bad to be bad no. I'm, I'm taking over the I'm world a bad and I, I need a million dollars it's yeah. like no i'm, I'm helping you guys yeah. and, and ethan hawk is you know it's him he's helping people yeah he's prejudging um on very minority report we're gonna I'm, yeah listen you might not ascend yet but, but you're, you're gonna you're gonna so uh let's go ahead and weigh your scales oh, yeah you gotta die or hey you're good the rest of your life uh ding ding ding, ding. You um, win. but he just he played that character so well and i like i love that the show opened on him yeah you know, crushing the glass putting in his shoes and walking Man, around they the never really went into that and just paying his penance yeah paying, yeah, yeah that, that, that i i liked that though they didn't like there was some of that stuff they didn't really hold your hand on they held your hand enough yeah um because of course i mean it's disney it's mcu they're they're gonna hold your hand enough you, you know like uh you paint the picture um yeah. like i said overall i thought it was a good adventure show um mm-hmm. the cgi was really well the yeah, suits look cool yeah. Um, I, my only, my only qualm was it was that I, I think six episodes was just a hair too short. I think one more episode would have gave yeah, a little more usually, room to breathe. We usually with this kind of stuff are like, Oh, it was, a, it was just maybe an episode or two too long, Yeah, but this one did feel an episode or two too short. I, I think showrunners sometimes have a hard time gauging on what they really need. Maybe. And like Game of Thrones, perfect example of yeah. like, you know, Oh, we don't need our regular 10. Yeah, he did. Um, but same with, you know, with this, it's like, if they would have had one more, because like, especially the news, we're not sure if they're, they're going to continue this. If this was yeah. a one-off, um, Os- o- Oscar Isaac has said he doesn't have a contract for anything to return yet. Uh, he definitely would, but like, yeah. there's nothing out there. And usually, by now, they would have announced a second season's coming. Yeah, and I've read from very clickbaity article-based websites that uh, there's supposed to be some Moon Knight tie-in things with the new Thor that's coming out. But, you know, that could be something as simple as a picture of uh, Khonshu somewhere. Who we didn't talk about. Fucking loved Khonshu in this. I thought it was funny because the first episode, you seem like you're on the fence on the voice. Yeah, the the voice was whatever, but it definitely grew on me. Yeah. But... He was, such, he was such a fuck up. Yeah. And I love that of him being an Egyptian God that is kind of really a fuck up. Uh, just like the, the gods are like, don't do that again. And the fuck, it goes right out there and like changes the whole sky. Like, does uh, it again. Listen, it's about to go down. You're going to have to come find me. Yeah. He's like, well, they're going to mess me up yeah. after this. Uh, but yeah, like he was just no. so shitty. It's so like bad at what he did. <laughs> He, like I said, enjoyable show, great villain. Yeah. Um, I think it suffered on the last episode because it became world ending, you know, dribble. Yeah. I thought prior to that, of like, honestly, I would have just rather seen like it be based around uh, him trying to get out of whatever the Egyptian, like, post afterlife of the boat. Like, all that stuff is just really well, cool. And I think um, if they had had one or two more episodes, it would have been really nice to get one where he got to really be moon Knight a lot. Yeah. Cause that, we that, didn't get much of that. Uh, and of course it's a, it's I think a TV it's, show budget. I think that, that that's really, um, but see like Mr. Suit, you could have done. Cause that one, oh, yeah. there's a Mr. The, Knight. The, the, yeah, yeah. Mr. Knight. Sorry. The other one definitely was a lot more CG heavy because yeah. of the giant cape. But I agree. I think, well, and, and now they've come with, um, cause they Jake were, Lockley and in moon Knight stuff, they, they, they have a few different suits, but it's like, the fuck does Jake Lockley get as a suit now? I yeah. want to see that. Well, and, well, that was uh, one of my big qualms is like they wrap up the villain in a post credit scene. 
they revealing, oh, yeah. revealing yeah. the the third personality. Yes, and you're just like, I mean, that was, that was I guess that was cool, but that was also like just so uh, like sporadic period. That boom, that that's how it ends. I mean, and and this is as a as a super MCU fan, we know that this is one of their like negative aspects of MCU. They love to kill off a villain. Yeah, and, and, and like get good villains like they they. I mean, we know they might not be able to get Ethan Hawke. Wait, yeah, for another season or another thing, they might not even be doing another one. But let's leave it on the table, guys. I I much rather would have had Izzy coming back instead yes. of them doing a finite like shooting. Which, which it was a cool scene because it was like I I, I didn't think the, it was, I didn't like it. I, I like the idea of the one that Kanchu was actually working with yeah. was Jake Lockley. The whole time, he's playing these other two guys against each other and just playing them. Jake Lockley's the one that's on board. Yeah. So I did enjoy that. I didn't enjoy the, let's just that's kill fun. this guy. It's just doing that in a post credit scene. No, see, I was okay with that. I so, just, yeah. just, just the killing off the villain yeah. was like, oh, that's lame. Well, if it, was, if it was, if it was supposed to be a cliffhanger for season two, I'm fine with yeah. that. But if this is fine, and, well, and 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 it could be, we don't know yet. So we don't we'll know. See. We'll see. Moon Knight. Um, it was good. It wasn't great. It was good. Latino uh, we'll news see. hasn't said anything about it. We're so waiting. We don't know. We're waiting. We're All waiting. right. So two other things that dropped this week. Uh, let's start with what ha- uh, is a little bit more bite size. Obi Wan. Obi Wan. They dropped two episodes of this. Two episodes dropped. How many episodes is this? Is this going to be an eight or a ten? I don't. I know. Why don't I think know that? it's seven. Is it seven? But that is a 100% guess. Um, I'm going to look it up on so, the internet while you're talking some more about it. So I'll go ahead with my, So everyone I think knows Star Wars. I'm a take it or leave it's it hot. guy. Star Wars is hot right now. It's hot. It's <laughs> very hot. There's a lot of Star Wars news that we're going to be doing. Um, but, you know, Obi-Wan, the, prior to this sh- uh, coming out, I did not care about his character. Um, really? Because I, I don't like prequel. I don't, I don't like the prequels. I know he's probably well, one of the best yeah. things that came out of the prequels. Yeah, and but but you and McGregor, man, you're not a you and McGregor guy. I don't I don't dislike. I guess dislike he doesn't him. have. Uh, I, guess I like Doctor Sleep. Yeah, he was okay. good in that. Um, but with that being said, as far as the story, I was like, all right, cool. I don't care. Yeah. Um, like Book of Boba Fett was a very big letdown for me. So I, I was like, Book of Boba Fett. I'm I'm gonna hit on this for a minute because uh, me and TJ liked Book of Boba Fett a lot, but. We've watched everything. We've watched Clone Wars, the the show. We've watched. Yeah, you guys are fanboys. We're fanboys, and again, they've been throwing so much fan service into this stuff. Uh, but the over the overarching story of Boba Fett was kind of weak. It was the the fun stuff they throw threw in, and Cad Bane and stuff like that was cool, really cool. The Boba Fett stuff barely showed up sometimes in the show and didn't really do anything for the character. Yeah. Anyway, the uh, Obi-Wan stuff. So, yeah, I, I was indifferent to say the least, but I was like, hey, you know what? I'll give I'll give it a try. And uh, I watched the first two episodes and, and I, for the most part, generally actually really enjoy it. Uh, people are definitely saying like a very dark Star Wars story. And okay. while I don't necessarily, uh, I know the director was comparing it to the Joker the the movie that came out in DC because he's he's calling it a more of a character study okay of of Obi One um, definitely I mean obviously not as dark as that but like yeah. that, that that's I think what they were going in when they were making this is like we're gonna really dive into Obi One okay. and like you know because like think about the first episode 
it's literally just him living in seclusion. He's living a yeah. very depressed life. He he he's given up. He's defeated. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and so like they're really trying to break that character in. Um, and I, I was there for. I was like, this is actually kind of cool. I, I like yeah. this idea of like, oh, Obi Wan just works at a meat packing plant. Yeah. Um, he 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 like he is indifferent. He doesn't care. Yeah. Uh, he's not he's not he's helping after Luke. That's yeah. all he's doing. He shows up. He peeps uh, like a peeping Tom on yep. Luke. It's kind of weird. Uh, Make, uh, buying him toys and sending them. And Uncle's like, hey, man. Just, cut this shit out. Get out. We don't need your toys. Yeah. We don't need your toys. You, like, you know, you've seen what happened to his dad. Yeah. You know, Darth Vader. <laughs> or whatever. Actually, that he doesn't know that Darth Vader is a thing. Anyway, um, so yeah, he's just kind of chilling. Yeah. And a Jedi finds him, and he's like, hey, man, we lost. Get over it. Go yeah. hide. And he's being hunted by the Inquisitors. Uh, the main Inquisitor, very cool. I don't know the background. The Grand Inquisitor. Grand yeah. Inquisitor. Cool characters, um, except for to do with the really stupid... Uh, I didn't know they had the rights to Nintendo to have Toad. <laughs> um, Toad is in this, and he's like very like... From he's, the movie or from the game? From, well, he's from Mario. He's yeah. in the movie. He's in the he's in the sh- the show, uh, but he's in all black. He's got a big hat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I he, I guess he's an Inquisitor, but like uh, you know, he keeps talking about gold coins. No, but like <laughs> that hat is so fucking stupid. I get what they're going for. It's not working. Uh, but the Inquisitors are cool. Yeah, they're you know like just they don't give a shit. They're gonna no. get their answers. Uh, cutting dudes' hands off. Yeah. You know. Very cool stuff. So, so a little bit of, uh, I mean, I, I think you get this from from the show. Uh, the Inquisitors used some of them used to be Jedi. They are not Sith. Um, they aren't anything. They they are Force people who work for the Sith because the Sith at this point are Darth Vader and uh, the the Emperor. And so they literally are just cleaning up the scraps you had uh order 66 that killed off most of the jedi these are the dudes that darth vader turned to the dark side and they are just going out and slaughtering any other jedis they can come across vader and them those are the ones they're just hunting those fuckers down and you got a a hot rookie inquisitor who's just trying to prove herself um what is she a sister yeah so instead of names they go by fifth brother third sister stuff like that um and it's just one of those things like kind of the militaristic like you're not anything anymore you're this um i have read stuff with her before there's comic book stuff and all that uh but honestly the the whole like naming thing of third brother second sister that it confuses me um, so I don't really remember a whole lot about her. I did definitely know that she is one of the ones that is obsessed with Obi-Wan. Is there is uh, is there background in some of the animated shows of these two? Yeah, yeah. so you get a little bit of the Inquisitor she's, stuff. She's, she's, de- she's obsessed with Obi-Wan. Yes, and, and there's definitely a lot of like comic stuff and novel stuff. Some of the novel stuff I haven't read, some of the comic stuff I have read. Um, and uh, Obi-Wan, of course, because... That's Anakin's mentor. Yeah. Uh, that's the Jedi he's going to be obsessed with. So that's the one that, you know, even into A New Hope and everything, he's like, I'm going to show you, Dad. I'm better than you, you know. So, um, so yeah, that that's definitely the one that he's obsessed with. And all of these, in, the, these Inquisitors think that they're going to um, 
impress Vader. Raise their statue. Yeah. If they can capture it. Spoiler, yeah. they never are. So <laughs> it's Vader. He he fucking doesn't share that shit. Yeah. So um yeah. So Vader kills him. They're first badass. It, it's another one of those things. They show how badass they are so that when Vader fucks them up, it's like, oh, yeah. Vader's that much more crazy. Raising the stakes. One of the things I really like about this, um, getting into a little bit more into the, um, episode two is, uh, and I mean it's been it's been ten years. Obi Wan is shit. Yeah. He is not. He can't fight. He can't do anything because he hasn't. Because um, Allison was watching this with me, of course, and she's like, "Why doesn't he just use the Force?" And I'm like, and and people might not know know this or catch on to this if you're not a super star wars guy or whatnot but um in a lot of the stuff um if a jedi uses the jedi powers other people can sense that so he hasn't used his jedi powers in over 10 years so it's true if, fought, uh, if you don't use it you lose, you it. lose yeah. it yeah yeah so he um he's you know they're acting like this is the big bad this is the this is the dude this is obi-wan kenobi but he hadn't been he hadn't been practicing that shit anymore. So he's kind of. I mean, he's been he's been uh, he's outweighed in this. He's been stealing from work every day. Yeah, he's taking the morsel of uh, meat. I mean, like, dude's a uh, kind of a thief for his anteater camel. <laughs> yeah. <there. laughs> um. So what what are your thoughts on Princess Leia? I did. I think that was. Uh, I haven't because uh, to remind people, Ray claims to not like anything with snot nosed kids. Oh, true. And she she's great in it. I love her. Um, but I mean, it's Princess Leia. Um, so I did not know that Leia was going to be a part of that. And I don't know if that's one of the like things they kept under wraps that um, that because I thought this was going to be because uh, they showed in the trailer like he's watching Luke and stuff like that. I thought this was going to be all about that. I didn't realize they were going to bring Leia into it. I think, um, again, we talk about continuity about the other stuff i think this brings um some continuity issues into it because they're having this huge adventure and in a new hope it seemed like she had never met obi-wan you well, helped my father yeah in the clone wars and i think that later keeping it broadly you helped my father yeah. <clears throat> find me yeah uh, like yeah um but i i've loved the the girl that's playing leia is killing it she's uh, so good i don't think she's that good oh do you not i, I love it i don't think she's a very good actress um i she's I, 10 dude there's plenty of examples of good actors at the age of 10 okay she's not um she's okay um yeah. like the the wood scene like there's a lot of like when they're trying to capture that's really really okay. bad so yeah that chase scene was like her delivery the- of lines are sometimes a little weak although i will say um i didn't realize we get so much californication we got flea showing up as a bad guy from red hot chili peppers oh yeah yeah, yeah. I, I was i was pretty happy to see him <laughs> showing up um but yeah i, I was like how inept of a bounty hunter can you be to not be able to check, catch this 10-year-old girl? Well, Obi-Wan later, when they're in the city... Can't catch her either. Yeah, I was like, the, you guys, this is bad. Like, this is a bad level. Like, yeah. the, overall, I'm enjoying the show, but like parts like that, I'm like, this is kind of shitty uh, directing. Like, it's, yeah. ba- it's bad directing, bad editing, one or the other. Someone, they, they could have cut it and made her look quicker. Yes, <laughs> you know, or, yes. or a little more slippery. This, this is, this is reminding me uh that part of it. Just, just the chases reminds me of the the Vespa, um, chase scene in Boba Fett that was like so slow. Uh, I never got to. I heard. I heard yeah, about it. Was it was 
that was really bad. Yeah, and you know, because it was Star Wars, I'm okay with the cheese. I'm okay with bad costumes. Yeah. But oh, see, I I love that because some of the stuff yeah, just I, looks I love like that. puppety yeah, and stuff. I, and it's I'm like fine with that. That's the world but they're in. If you're simple stuff like trying to grab someone, if it looks like you're like not really your heart's not in it and these like very you know dramatic times come on man like you you're guys a grown ass man like as a 10 year old kid they're not running that much faster than you and just because they go I'm, under I'm, a limb yeah. you can duck man yeah. like it ain't, it ain't against the rules I, i'm gonna tell you guys i have a 10 year old they're not that hard to catch <laughs> yeah. and, and i am not those Marshall, guys come in here we're yeah, gonna chase yeah. you <laughs> those guys are in way better shape than i am <laughs> So, Gosh. but with that being said, uh, I like the setup. You at the very end, we get uh, kid chase scenes are the worst. Now we're just gonna. One thing I read, apparently, they did heavy rewrites because I can already see the similarities of it. Is that this show was way too similar to Mandalorian because essentially okay, you got a giant, you got a giant babysitter, yeah. sort, and there wasn't as much. They didn't have enough Darth Vader in it. Oh, okay. Um, so apparently that, like, because I don't know if you remember, because this is a while ago, they, they went through major rewrites and stuff got paused. And of course, yeah. they're like, are they going to cancel the show? Is it yeah. going to come through? So I'm kind of curious because right now, while it's good, it does feel very similar to Mandalorian. It's a babysitter, yeah. uh, you know, adventure. Yeah. Um, you, you got bad guys chasing him. He has someone that everybody needs. Yeah. So I'm curious to where the story is going to go is what yeah, I'm looking forward to. Because, I, again, I did think it was an interesting sort of twist that, like, oh, he's saving Leia. I mean, I, I was like, okay, that's in, – in canon, I was like, that's interesting. But in, yeah. a, in a story of a show, that's yeah, kind of boring. Yeah. I, I was like, okay. I mean, obviously, you know, they got to have a way to bring him back in. And I well, think that's the easiest way they can, you know, like, because obviously they want to bring, you know, Luke or Leia into it. Yeah. And they, I, I they, half assume that like this isn't the whole show. Him and Leia isn't the whole show. I think he's done with that. I hope. I, That's what I'm hoping. I'm gonna go ahead and, and guess Leia is in this entire thing. thing. You don't have Maybe. you don't have Leia. That's baby true. baby Leia toys are yeah. you know uh, about to be dropping. Uh, she's back into the universe because now they can go and have like Leia miniseries and all that stuff. Like, like yeah. Leia's gonna be in this show. The whole way through, you know, and I think they're also going to make her force sensitive, and I think you're going to see her use the force at some point. Well, she was in the in the later in the in the sequels. Yeah, and I mean, she always sort of has been. She just when she when she ghost floated, yeah, yeah, that fucking terror, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, she always kind of has been in the. But in the the originals, she she, there was no force. No, 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 no. But like later on, anything after the movies that was done extended universe, she always had a little bit, and she just didn't care about it. I don't count. Yeah, man, it's it's legends. Okay, that's legends. That's (laughs) legends. That's bullshit. So yeah, Obi Wan. I'm looking forward to. Next episodes, um, I will. I I think they have to go back to Tatooine because I I think I think there was some. um, Well, number one, are getting on a freighter. We don't know where that's headed. Well, they said where it's heading. I don't remember what it is. It wasn't no Tatooine. It wasn't. It wasn't. But I feel like at some point he has to punch that guy in the face at his meatpacking place. I I, because they're gonna find out he's stealing from. That's gonna be the last episode. Yeah, that's that's the real (laughs) climax. Um, you know. For a giant universe, they fucking got like five planets. They're just like, we're going here because you got to be. Tatooine's a, the one, man. They are always going back to Tatooine. As a fan, you go, I know, I know Tatooine. So 
uh, we'll we will continue watching. We'll continue talking about. It, but yeah. yeah, that that's my prediction. Leia will be in it the entire time. Okay. She will be the one that uh, defeats Darth Vader when they come head to head, because obviously uh, Obi Wan can't. F- I mean, like he lost when he finally came up with the. Va- and also, if you think about the timelines of from here, because when he sees Luke, Luke is how much in the original series, like eighteen. Oh, I don't know. Some, somewhere around that. 18, 19, 20. Fucking, he aged terribly. Obi-Wan? <laughs> if you think about like yeah. how he looks right now, now to you, the movie. Now, this was something that I, Allison brought up there. She's like, um, they're really emphasizing his wrinkles in this. And I think that's one of the things. Because they're trying I don't to make think sure they're emphasizing. See. I think that's just how he looks. Maybe, maybe. But, uh, but I think... but. That I they, mean, they, they have to. They should have grayed him up a little bit, just some streaks. Yeah, because like he only has eight years to go fully gray. Like <laughs> and like, you know what's gonna happen? Man. Something really scary is gonna happen. Like Darth Vader's gonna grab Leia and like hold her over like a chasm, and he's gonna be well, like, no, and I, go gray. I wonder. Um, <laughs> and this is one of those kind of like weird shitty things in the prequels when the Emperor is fighting Mace Windu. Mace Windu does that thing where he like deflects the lightning. And it ages the emperor. Yeah, it makes him. I wonder if we're going to get some shitty thing like some, that some, with some Darth Vader. Vader yeah, and, like, and Obi Wan. Obi Wan's going to deflect something, and he's going to go gray. And boom, they they they, they got to solve, man. Like yeah. they are either going to unravel the timeline, or maybe this is multiverse Obi Wan and like the multiverse of Star Wars. Yeah, portal's going to open up, and uh, he's like, Doctor Strange going to come save them all. Yeah. Um, all right, Spider Man's going to kick. Darth Vader in the face. Enough about Disney. Uh, another show that is out, and there's a lot of it, is Ooh, Stranger is. Things. Yeah. Is back. Now, I'm going to go ahead and just tell you guys, if you have not watched the new season of Stranger Things, you're missing out. They went hard this season. Yeah. I've, I've watched the... Uh, I, I think we were going to talk about that. I've watched the first three episodes. Yes. And, man, they hit the ground running with this one. I So... I only actually have one episode left because I just was hooked. I just couldn't yeah. stop watching because the prior season, uh, season three, I thought was kind of a sleeper. I didn't really necessarily love yeah, it. Yeah, there were with the mind flare and all mind flare. There, there was some okay. So there was some really cool, gross out moments, like all when they all the rat guts and stuff. Like you know, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah there yeah. was some stuff like that. But overall, I thought it was a a very mediocre season. Yeah fuck if they did not go back to the drawing board and like, all right, this is how we're going to make this amazing because yeah. every episode is built on top of itself and it's only gotten better. I'll, I'll, I'll say the first two episodes, the, the main big bad, uh, what are they calling him? Sin, Sinaka or something? I don't know. <laughs> something like that. Sinatra. Sinatra. <laughs> S- 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 uh, I wasn't, I wasn't sold on him. Um, the first two episodes and I was like, ah, this is kind of lame. But by the third episode, I was like, really into this um yeah yes uh because at the by the third episode uh max has found out that she's one of his like victims or targets or whatever and um vecna vecna that's what it is yeah so vecna who is the new dude that's the dm uh for their for the hellfire club hellfire i like this dude he's great i I hope like i'm like i said i'm only three and then you're further in than me i hope he doesn't die because i really think he's a good addition i've enjoyed him i I like how every season they bring usually this one new character yeah but like so they don't overwhelm you but like and they had scoops ahoy girl uh what's her name heather what i don't remember her name but uh don't ask questions I don't know I know. We, we should have already looked all this up but um 
Yeah, I really liked her last season. That they had good like good chemistry with her and Steve. Yes. Um the, like so yeah, the the villain um who is a actual D&D character, which are most of these uh, All of come these from? Are the, the, yeah. the mind player yeah. and the uh Vecna, Dina Gordon. You know, he's a uh a wizard uh lich essentially that okay. is killing I hadn't people. I looked him up yet cuz I cuz I was intro cuz I knew it had to be a D&D thing. Yeah. He's uh he's killing people like so he Literally, uh, well, he starts kind of haunting you, very a la Freddy Cougar almost. Okay. Um, but and then eventually he raises you up off the ground. He breaks all your limbs and sucks your eyes out. Yeah, it's very graphic on the. It really he, is. Because uh, that's the that's what I was like. They have amped up the horror and the violence. Yeah. Um, that first scene, they had to put a disclaimer because of the 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 recent yeah things in Texas and all, but it was because it was cause, rough yeah because uh, Eleven is dealing with did she kill all these kids that you know she was like being yeah. trained with a, a bunch of craziness going on there oh, um, the, the stuff with Eleven only three episodes in but also like the episodes are long they're over an hour long each episode they yeah they, and that's why actually what i'm enjoying is like they're giving you full hour yeah. hour 40 sometimes yeah. like the, 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 the stuff with 11 uh because again see uh, episode three is when uh what's his name shows up and they're be, be being biffy giffy at the um, at the roller skating ring. Oh, yeah. She's like lying to him about how great things have been in California. She's just having life a sucks. rough time. Yeah. Um, you know, incorporating it. Cause I mean, like she's been in a, for most of her life up until recently, she's been in a facility and yeah. she finally got out and now she's growing up in the stuff and she's just like awkward. Yeah. She just, and of course, like the kids are being shitty to her and, and she doesn't she have powers. She doesn't have powers anymore and she just doesn't know how to deal with it. And it's like, it's, pretty sad no they they have really found a way to balance out the story where all the characters are getting equal screen time we're yeah. like but it all is cohesive yes you know because uh winona rider and like i can't remember but like the the murray guy yeah like they're trying to find hopper yeah hopper is obviously alive still which was um, you know we knew from the end of yeah. season three you know he's in russia um thank goodness because i mean yeah hopper and great just and the way it's laying out like it's i, I don't want to give too much spoilers because like, as you're watching through yeah. with it but i'm really just enjoying like just the way that the the big bad is kind of setting himself up um uh, as they, the the mind flyer is essentially the 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 biggest bad uh the demi gordon was like a foot soldier yeah. and vecna is essentially the five-star general who is like getting right. ready for it because essentially yeah. the is it the upside down yeah. is getting ready to invade, invade. our which, which has been like what they've been working towards yeah. the whole, yeah. whole entire thing. So I haven't been loving Lucas's um, storyline being the basketball player. Oh no, it, it pays off because okay, I, I assumed it would, cause I haven't loved it, but well, I, I, I was disappointed to see him not being able to interact with his friends. Yes. But the, his fanatic sports fan uh, or not sports players, uh, yeah. they, they turn and they, they, they go, into like they become more and more evil and bad because they 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 they're digging into the uh hysteria of D being like actual like you know uh devil worshiping and there was sacrifices and they're in league with satan and now that these murders are happening and this guy was known for being the leader of the hellfire club which was a D &D club yeah it's all tied to satan and it's all cult based the whole 80s you know, yeah, satanic panic. That, yeah, satanic, satanic panic. panic. So, um, 
the the only thing I can really knock the show for it's not a knock it's just these kids look fucking old yeah like, they, they, they really do like, they look very awkward they're, they're supposed to be playing like high schoolers and they're you know like I think they're supposed to be playing like you know freshmen if I'm correct maybe juniors maybe juniors yeah. maybe and they're all look way older than yeah, that yeah um, that's one that's one of the I guess uh, disadvantages of doing child actors with with something well, like and this. taking such a long yes, they take yeah. such big hiatuses of like yeah. breaks and writing, um, because like uh, the 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 big puffy hair friend that's best friends with Dustin, you know, he's in his thirties now. Yeah, most of these kids are either eighteen uh, to twenty, so it's pretty funny. Um, you got some Game of Thrones crossover, the Russian guard. He was the man of many faces from Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did not catch that. Yeah. Uh, he he comes, you know, he plays in more to yeah. the show. But I, I was happy because I, I, I kept trying to place him. I was like, who mm-hmm. is this Russian guard? And that's talking with Hopper and, you know, they're plotting. And I was like, it's fucking the dude from Game of Thrones. I, I will I will say, um, and I, I, I have this kind of issue uh, with a lot of things, but uh, because it's been such a long time since I watched season three, I, it has taken me about three episodes to get into like, oh yeah, this is who that was, and this is who that was. Um, yeah. it it because there are, it didn't start out this way, but like Game of Thrones has a thousand characters. Like, yeah. this has slowly grown into like a bunch of different characters. The recap helped a lot because I it did, you know, like uh, Max and everything, but um. And then friggin' playing the hell out of uh, running up that hill, like, running up that hill, <laughs> running up that road. Um, I'm loving. Uh, so this is only the first part. Yeah, so there's going to be two more episodes at least. Seven episodes is what we're getting right now, and then in July we will get whatever the finals. Are. Yeah, I think it's All July first. Right. They're they're dropping the last July two, 1st. and I think they're supposed to be. Maybe, maybe even longer than these. I, I, I think they're supposed to be pretty. I know the hefty. last episode of the season, which I had started, was almost two hours long. Oh, the last episode that they've dropped now? That's, yeah. Um, oh, okay. I think the next two are supposed to be like an hour and a half to two hours at least. I, I know, I know it was an hour, like 40 minutes or something oh, like wow. that. So they, they, which I'm not complaining because, no. like, we were kind of talking about with Moon Knight, where like they, they didn't have enough. I, this one, at least right now, they're killing it perfectly balanced good story good uh yeah. you know they're building up the mystery of what's going on because there's multiple things like uh, as 11 is like looking into her past yeah. uh what's going on with the upside down so there's multiple things getting balanced out so stranger things season four right now is competing with season one because season one of course was, season one was great yeah it was the breakout so I'm very much in the season four excited to see how they, cause this is the wrap up. This is the end of yeah, Stranger this is Things. It. This is it. This is what we get. All right. So we're going to take another break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about the news, the news. All right, let's jump into the news. So, uh, there's a lot of star Wars news because Celebration. Yeah, we yeah. just had celebration. Was, is that what they call it? Celebration? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Wars celebration. Everyone dresses up like a fucking stormtrooper and a Jedi. They have it uh, in An- Anaheim. I think so. I think they move it every year. Because, uh, of course, they didn't have it for a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, was this one at Anaheim? I didn't pay I attention so. to I that. So. Okay. Our, our, our buddy was there. Our buddy. Okay. Um, well, Allison's friend, acquaintance for me. Uh, is it Kyle? 
Oh, Kyle Hookman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he lives out in, in yeah. California. I'm pretty in sure. California. I think he was there, though. I'm sure. If it was out in if it was yeah. in California, he was there. So, um, He loves some Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars fan. Uh, I love some Star Wars. You do. You're lukewarm on Star Wars. <laughs> lukewarm. We got a lot of Star Wars to talk about. Uh, you know, like, like Star Wars, for me, like I said, uh, we talked about it with uh, Obi-Wan is... I don't. I don't hate Star Wars. No. It's. I, I'm a give it or take it. Um, Star Wars. When I was growing up, that was probably the main thing I watched. It, yeah. We had the VHSs that my my dad had borrowed someone else's VHS, and we rented it and we recorded it. Yeah. And then my mom at one point recorded some of her soap operas over one of them, and I was pissed about it until I was like 22. See, I I still remember the first time a friend tried to show me Star Wars. We were probably fifth, sixth grade, and okay. it was like staying a night and put it on, and just it didn't. didn't I, do it for I, you. I, I love the He Man movie. I love I love yeah. fantasy, but just Star Wars just wasn't for me, man. Hey, that's all right. All right. So um, first on the list of Star Wars news is Andor, the Rogue One spinoff, uh, and and the article that I read said could change Star Wars TV forever, forever. Uh, teaser trailer came out. Yeah. Pretty good trailer. I yeah, it looked it. pretty good. Because Andor, honestly, has been... I didn't love Rogue One. I know that's I a that's a controversial Star Wars thing. A lot of people loved it. I didn't a lot of love people it. hated it when it came out, but as time has progressed, I think people have warmed up to it. Yeah, and I haven't rewatched it. I thought the pacing was very off on that. I need to revisit it. It's just one of those. I didn't love the characters. Yeah, I, I thought Forrest Whitaker. Like I remember, like his Salt. scene was just so bad yeah where he's like, it's too late just leave and it's like dude you could get on the plane it's like it's like the, right there yeah, it's like 15 feet you yeah know? you can do um, this you know and just uh i liked the idea the ambition they were going for of mm-hmm. like uh we're gonna kill off all the characters yeah and i was like okay that's kind of cool yeah, um star wars doesn't do that yeah that movie I, I think got a whole lot more love than it deserves just because of the vader scene at the end well and the vader scene at the end is it's very cool incredible it's very cool yeah. uh hands down i will not disagree and, with that and i think it is an interesting thing and you got the shore troopers which are yeah which are some cool, of the coolest cool designs looking. uh people love the shore troopers uh but i think it was wearing khakis yeah exactly you just wear khakis to work man um I think it was one of those interesting things in something like this that has so much continuity. That's the word of the day um, where you're going to end it at the beginning of the oldest star Wars there is of a new hope. Like it ends new hope starts. And I think that's interesting. And with Andor, we're going to get that again. They're going to keep that up. Uh, Andor is going to end at the beginning of rogue one. And, They've also mentioned, like, this is not a thing that people normally do, Disney does, or whatever, but this is two seasons. That's yeah. it. They're go- they're going in, yeah, with a, a start and finish. They know where yes. they want to end it, and hey, hats off to them for that. Oh, uh, that's, uh, a, that's uh, a great con- I mean, Japanese shows and British shows do that yeah. all the time. American shows? Not so gonna, much. They're going to squeeze it as for as much as they can. They really do. So uh, I'm curious for that. I, you know, like I said, I, I don't care for Rogue One. I didn't care for any of the characters. Uh, I wonder if we'll get some more really terrible uh, dead people that are animated to watch like oh, they did. I doubt we will for the TV show. I, I don't, don't know. know. We got Luke. I was about to say. And the Luke stuff and he, wasn't he's not horrible. Dead, but... No, no, no. But we got young Luke. The Luke stuff wasn't horrible. I, I think I read... And uh, this this might be Shinfo, and it might not even be true because we're just going off the cuff here. But I think I read that the voice for Luke in um, Boba Fett was 
not Luke. It wasn't. It was all stuff that it they was a deep used fake. AI. Yeah, yeah the deep fake stuff, uh, yeah. which is interesting. Um, Corridor Crew, I can't suggest that YouTube channel enough. They do digi- uh, digital breakdowns of stuff, and they're very on top of like current stuff a lot of times when it comes out, and they did a breakdown of the Luke stuff. This is the 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 YouTube channel that does all the CGI yeah, v- stuff. VFX, yeah, VFX. So, yeah. Um, but they did one on... Well, they did the original Luke on Man uh, Mandalorian, Mandalorian. Because mm-hmm. that one was very wanky or yeah. wonky. Uh, it wasn't terrible, but like they even... It was a very short. They made their own that looked even better. They're oh, like, wow. Yeah, okay. they're like, they could have done this. Anyway. Um, this, I need to subscribe to that channel because I've watched a lot of the episodes and they're great. If you haven't watched those... Subscribe to that. Go look at some of their videos. If you like VFX. um, Or movies, just movies. But they they just do such a great dive on to good and bad. But they talked about this one. And they also like show you the tricks. Because if you watch on Boba Fett, like Luke a lot of times is shot in like darker stuff. And like Mm -hmm. background. But anyway. One of my favorites was when they broke down the fight scene of um, Black Panther and why it was bad at the end. Yes, and that was a very good, very good yep. episode. And and they don't do it uh, maliciously. No, 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 no. Because they also did a why Thanos looked so good. Yeah, and that well, was, even when something's bad, like the Black Panther, that end fight scene looks fucking dog shit. No, if, it as, bad. As, but they will always stick up for the VFX guys because yeah. they understand that there's timelines, there's yeah. these things that they have to meet, and sometimes they just run out of time. Yeah, and then know? they just go into like it, this is what they could have done to yeah. do it better. This yeah. is what they yeah. did yeah. wrong, and this is probably why it came out that way. Which is, which is one of those things. Like it's easy to be a what do they call a Sunday. Um, Oh, yeah, but these guys actually yeah. do VF, VF. No, absolutely. And yeah. I will say the the later seasons now they're having like the the head of the uh, studios come in and sit on the couch. That's, cool. That's uh, cool. I mean they got they they have over a million subscribers. I mean they're yeah. like they're probably one of they're the bigger good. YouTube channels now. So uh, they had uh, Adam. I think it's Adam Driver. Not Adam Driver. That's that's uh, Kylo. Myth Mythbusters. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, that. Adam. He, he came on and because uh, you know he worked on a lot of Star Wars. I uh, did not know. Yeah, he he uh, was a miniature builder. Uh, oh, built very a, cool. Built a lot of stuff, and he you know did some really cool stuff. But they've had a lot of the Marvel guys and, and Star Wars guys yeah. come sit on the couch. So great very show, cool. Shinfo on on that. But if you're always looking for a good YouTube channel, they drop every Saturday, and they usually have it's a good thirty minutes of content. Um, so Skeleton Crew is coming mm-hmm. out. This is starring old Jude Law. I love I. Man, there's a lot of Jude Law stuff that I really enjoy. I like that guy. I don't know if I like Jude Law. I don't know if I dislike him either. I I'm kind of I none of his movies really. I like. I know he's in Prometheus. Yeah, Gattaca. I, I love Gattaca. I never watched Gattaca. No. Nah. Oh, that's a that's a that's a good one. But uh, this sounds like a show that you're gonna hate because it's a coming of age tale set in a sci-fi universe. I do love coming of. In addition tales, to Law, though, it also stars kids. Well, no. And you hate Stottenose kids. I hate kids. I, maybe I don't hate Star Wars kids, though. I think you're full of shit because you also like Stranger Things now. And That's true. But I, I, I think, but I, I, but I think the, you thought... I, I, think I you, like the kids the least in it. Though. I think you thought you like... Sn- sn- I, think you, you, I think that was just like a, a rayism of like, maybe, I don't like Snot maybe. Um, But Snot... Or sorry, not Snot. It's going to star kids. It's going to star Snot Nose kids. And though we don't know who they will be just yet, it's led by director John Watts and writer Chris Ford, who previously collaborated on Star Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Homecoming. 
And of course, uh, John Favreau and Dave Filoni will be part of it. Yeah, like I think anything they don't put them part of Star Wars wise is going to be a mistake. What's your been killing what's it. your guess that this is about as a Star Wars fan? I honestly wonder. Like I don't know like what time like where is this going to fit in in the timeline? Because the Star Wars timeline or timeline is very confusing at this point for people who aren't like really 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 into it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if it is, if it's going to be like after the prequels or not the prequels after the sequels, um, then it, uh, I think they might go into some of the, like the kid that was sweeping during, uh, was it last Jedi or what? One oh, of those. Yeah, the last Jedi. And like force, had, sensitive, force sensitive and then they never came back to him. Uh, I think that would be a good thing to, to do. Uh, it could be. Uh, at this point, Luke is setting up his academy, and you have all the stuff with the before the Knights of Ren and all that. So it could be something with that. Here's my guess. Okay, I think it's going to be a workplace dramedy, and it's a skeleton crew. So they work the night shift okay. at like a space station. Okay, and people come through, and they gotta like refill and like get supplies. Honestly, any of this, any of this Star Wars stuff that is completely separate from the main movies and well, all but like chewbacca will make a cameo yeah, we, he comes yeah. by he needs to get a pack of smokes yeah yeah yeah. you know and like and and jude law is a is, it's a sweatshop and he has a bunch of kids <laughs> that are working in the oh, back um uh, so that that's my guess of what skeleton crew is because obviously you know he wants to keep the crew light yeah yeah, yeah. and uh he's he's so no one knows he's got all these kids yeah working you for know him. like that you know does he he like dresses them up as droids yeah and yeah stuff, like, so. like, they gotta wear shitty metal <laughs> beep pop boop pop <laughs> So uh, that that's my guess for Skeleton Crew. Um, Mando season three coming out February twenty twenty three. The only thing I thought it was interesting about this was that you know that the last season of Mando was twenty twenty. No, you told me that, and I was like, no, you're wrong. You doubted and I me. Like I did. I absolutely doubted you. I looked that stuff up. Yeah, it yeah. was December. The last episode was, was December twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah, it was late. Late. But still, like that feels like a thousand years ago. It really does. I think Boba uh, filled a lot of that gap. It did fill some of it because there's a bunch of Mando in that. But when, uh, honestly, yeah, when I when I was reading about Mando, that was the biggest takeaway. I was like, God, it's been twenty twenty. So it'll be three years yeah. since he came out when I, this. Releases. I know at the end of season two, like they teased Book of Boba Fett, so that was like. That was like two point five Mandalorian two point five. Yeah. Um. I don't. I wonder why though. I wonder if they were like trying to give it extra time because they're doing ex- something different with this. I don't know. Maybe they needed more time, or maybe they just wanted to stick something in between there. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. That is a good question. Three years is honestly though. I'm all for shows taking time away. Yeah. to develop a good story absolutely if that's what what's going on yeah. here because you know the days of year after year after year although as a fan you want that i'd much rather have to suffer a year or two yeah. without it and then get something that's really good instead of them releasing a yearly one where you're like ah, this kind of sucks yeah i wonder if they um if it was a bigger hit than they thought it was going to be well and i also think uh pascal i think he is a lot bigger of an actor now too so there, there, there could be scheduling Working in between stuff like that yeah. conflicts of like the movies and stuff so there, there's always that that could come into it um all right so i thought this was interesting i definitely want to get your opinion so lucasfilm president kathleen kennedy he played this, her 
<laughs> people people uh, hate, do not, not like her. Star Wars people do not like her. So she spoke with Empire uh, about Star Wars Celebration event. Return and of the Empire. There are plans in place to take audiences back to the world of Rey, Finn, Poe, and Kylo Ren. Okay. And this is a quote. And this is a, they, I'm going to do my best voice of, of Kathleen Kennedy. <clears throat> We're moving forward beyond the existing sequels as we look at to our movie space the sequel era and what we talk a lot about in terms of where we're going with our movies or just how far out that we're going to go that's very much the space we're concentrating here that that, that, it's like a bunch of words that say nothing yeah is what it is but i was i'm surprised that they're going back to this uh well i'm not surprised because they do have there was a lot of um I feel like there was a lot of good character um, development that didn't get to pan out. Um, like, I feel like Poe and Finn didn't get, like, a fair shake in the end. Now, and and the last movie was definitely what we refer to in the podcasting industry as a shit show. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I love I, Star Wars. I couldn't finish it. But... It, it, again, I, I've talked about this before on the podcast. When I watched Phantom Menace, I sat there and by the end, I was like, that was good. It was Star Wars. That was good, right? You know, it was I, good. I had the same fucking thing when I watched the, the end of these, uh, these sequels. I was like, that was good, right? I mean, they didn't have to bring the Emperor back, but that was cool. Like, we got to see the ghost ship, and that was cool, right? Yeah. That was this was cool, right? It was it cool. I think it was cool. You know what's so funny is, uh, especially for because you are like the optimist, uh, like you always are looking on the bright side of these Only because Star Wars, because man. most Star Wars fans that are your age, yeah, like uh, Brian Prozane, I think he put it. He's like Star Wars was my uh, the prequels were my Vietnam. <laughs> Um, or uh, Patton Oswalt, where yeah. he goes on a tirade of like, hey, we're going to make these movies, and uh, it's going to be about Darth Vader. It's like, oh, man, I love Darth Vader. He's like, yeah, man, we're going to focus on when he was a kid. What? You know, like, yeah. And yeah. just like this like this weird, he's like, if, if, if I could get a time machine, I wouldn't go back in time and kill Hitler. I would go back to the 90s and kill George Lucas before he could <laughs> make the prequels because they fucking hated him. People that, but. No. People love him but, now. People, the kids that came out the, yeah. those movies, love them. I see constant like praise yeah. uh, on Reddit and like if I'm on Facebook, if I'm reading comments, like people have went full ham and now they they literally talk how, about how great those movies are. Yeah. And so I tried to, uh, well, I, not try. I did. Um, I have not watched the prequels since they came out. Wow. Okay. When it came That's out, I while. watched them, and obviously I wasn't a Star Wars fan, but I was like, okay, these, aged great. These these are new movies. Let me, like, you know, when I was a teenager, I yeah. watched them, and I remember I didn't like them then. Yeah. And so uh, my son was interested, so we watched the first one, and the whole time I'm like, the first this, one is very oh, I, man. I, I want to say the first one's rough. It's terrible, but the second one also very rough. But and the third one has some good things but it's still very rough i do remember semi enjoying revenge of the sith it's, be- it's, uh, it's probably the better time. one but yeah so like i was watching phantom menace and i'm watching it with my son and the whole time I'm like this movie still sucks this is like terrible people yeah. are but i asked him he's like yeah this was good he enjoyed it okay like, well that's awesome you know and like he's 10 well and that's that's my thing like i may hate some star wars stuff 
But overall, I love Star Wars. And I love when someone can come into Star Wars and something that I think is shitty, they enjoy. I think that's the difference between me and a lot of other Star Wars fans. Well, my bigger issue is that he made these movies for 10-year-olds. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, like, Phantom Menace, Jar Jar, all this stuff, like, you watch it. And it's like George Lucas 100% did not go in and revitalize these movies for the the fans there's some like like fan service as we call yeah. it like there's I, like and i'm not a huge fan but i watched that and i'm like there's not a lot of fan service like for people that I, love i feel like the fan service in that was you got a lot more jedi you I, got jedis doing cool jedi things and then he also even though i didn't love it. here's what a jedi is yes you know like yeah. I, i'm gonna and the clone wars and all this yeah. stuff that had been talked about for <sighs> 20 years it's just like all the political like he's not good at political drama no. he's not good at dialogue and no. like looking at the behind the scenes he's just not a good director no uh, and he relied too much on CGI, which didn't like. I remember it didn't look good then. No, and it definitely doesn't look good now. Well, and and even going way back to the original um, series, like people, I I was young, I was a kid at the time, so I didn't think anything of the Ewoks. But people that were older, oh, people, yeah, hated people Ewoks, hated yeah. the Ewoks. And like you can definitely look and see older looking back, being like, okay, this was done. For money, he had learned how to merchandise all this stuff, and of course, yeah. like kids are gonna love. What Ewoks. are the kids gonna want? Yeah. So uh, instead of doing Wookies, they did Ewoks. But then in the prequels, went ahead and did the Wookie thing that he was planning on doing for uh, Return of the Jedi. Um, so <clears throat> it's just one of those things that is like, uh, yeah, that was that Star Wars was not for me. I appreciate like all this stuff in between it, like the Clone Wars. Um, TV show, the cartoon, has filled in the gaps and it has made those, the story of those better for me. The movies themselves still aren't good, but the story behind it, like you get a lot more behind it and that has made it better for me. Which I I understand liking it, but yeah. I dislike that because it's someone else had to come and fix. No, absolutely. It was absolutely, Dave Filoni had to yeah. come in and fix it. And um, now... It is more interesting, and you can watch those and like connect them to the other stuff. But they're still not good movies. Yeah. The thing, the 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 overarching story is good. The actual presentation of the movies, those three movies, not good. So, and that's why I'm kind of curious as I'm going back, like to bring it back to this is like, well, the, I, I enjoyed I, I enjoyed Ray Finn and Poe. Yeah, and I actually I really enjoyed Kylo Ren. I thought he oh, was a absolutely. very good movie. Um, I and, and, but and like, I want to get more of the the Knights of Ren and all of that stuff. Yeah. Like I want more of that. I guess my bigger is like because they're doing movies. Because to me, I think Finn and Poe, man, that's you could develop that so well in a yeah. show. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely in a show. Yeah. yeah, I think you could get some great stuff. I think Finn deserves it. I think Poe deserves well, it. And even the uh, the Ray stuff afterwards. Now she's Ray Skywalker and all that kind of stuff. What did she do after? Yeah, that's a good story. She wouldn't have babies with Kylo Ren. Well, Kylo's dead, isn't he? If he's coming back, if they're going back to the well. Well, that means they're going to have to do stuff 
beforehand. Or he's going to do an emperor thing and he, he's, he cloned he, himself or whatever yeah. the hell happened there and he's he, back. He forced, you know, he, he actually, what if they bring possession into the Star Wars world and his ghost possesses, his horse ghost. ghost possesses someone else. Oh, gotcha. That's what the, that's what the, uh, the skeleton crew is about. Yeah. It's all these kids, <laughs> yeah. the Kylo Ren's possession. Yeah. He's, uh, that, that took a really dark turn. That's how powerful he is. All right, enough about Star Wars. Let's move on. We're done with all right, moving on. So, but, but kind of not because we're still in Lucas Films. That's true. Actually, dang, the, I wonder. You thought we were moving on? We ain't, Lucas ain't never gonna let go of you. He's not. So, the trailer I didn't think we needed. The reboot I definitely would. If you would have told me, hey, to reboot in this, I'd have been like, why? Is Willow? Are you? Do you like the original Willow? I loved. Okay, I Willow. Loved Willow. When I was growing up, Willow was one of my favorite movies. I remember I had toys of the yeah. Willow. Like I, Willow, was, Willow freaked the fuck out of me with those like in that dragon in the castle with those weird things and the stepping in that shit. The night that. with the skeleton mask was like, oh one of my yeah, favorite. God, he was so cool. And I and I, I this is one thing where I hand it to Lucas is he wanted to do Lord of the Rings, couldn't rise. He's like, well, fuck it, I'll just make my own Lord of the Rings. I didn't know that, but yeah, so like he did want, a great job. He he wanted to, if I remember correctly, he wanted to make Lord of the Rings. And he could not secure the rights. They didn't want to either give it to him or I think there was something in production. So he just wrote it go out on a limb and say, he did a better job. No, I would never say that. I but love Lord of the Rings. But he this is, he this just is wrote a good one. he wrote a ripoff about a a, a, a hobbit a hobbit who finds a ring a baby you know like of okay. great power and there's a big entity that wants the power back and you know like so it, it's the exact same overarching idea but Willow was cool so Willow was great it, it was a good stamp of of the 90s but or actually was that a late 80s it doesn't matter. Um, but the teaser looks fucking great. No, I am. I I like Willow, and when they when I, I remember hearing a long time back, they're gonna do a Willow reboot, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. I'm I'm into it. Um, it seems weird, but also like again, that was a there was a pretty big world that we didn't really get to go into there because we got one movie that's you know yeah. that's not nowadays if well, that came out we would have 14 movies and yes it's, all the tie-ins and all that stuff which is what we're getting now <laughs> well i guess to me the it, not necessarily like the why but it's like where's the audience you know because no absolutely i yeah. definitely never there hear people talk about willow yeah there's no hardcore willow fans like, out there unless unless you're having, like, going to willow con you yeah know? yeah yeah exactly like people will you talk about Lord of Rings, right? And every once in a while, someone be like, "You remember Willow?" Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that was a great movie. I don't think I've ever heard anyone be like, "Oh, I hated Willow." True, I, I agree. But it's no one's favorite. Though. It came out. People, I, I, I think it did well, but it didn't do amazing. It didn't yeah. go back to it. And here it is, some well, thirty it was, odd it was years back in the day when they didn't do a trilogy of everything. Yeah. They didn't do a sequel of everything. Well, I mean, they did. Uh, no, I, I would say Lethal Weapons, Terminator. Well, that, okay, you, you, you they, that. they definitely love doing sequels. Uh, if a movie was good, I I think probably production cost versus like what it did. Yeah, this was, was eighty eight. Willow came out in eighty eight, yeah. so it's so. But like I said, I was like, okay, they're rebooting it. Is it a movie? They're doing a show. All right, I'm interested. And then like I said, seeing the preview and like number one, just the the quality. Quality looks great. 
Like they they got a uh, Warwick Davis back, back. of course, which got to have to. It's Willow, and then he and, is Willow. He's not in the previews, but it has been confirmed. Val Kilmer is coming back oh, as well. Yeah, because like and to Martica. me, like he's as important of a character. No, yeah. Although I mean, like God, like Val's had a very hard uh, last couple. Of years. I think he's dealt with throat cancer and stuff like that. So, yeah. so uh, my hope is he is fully able to, to go and commit to that role because I loved him in yeah. Willow. Yeah, um, I would say, honestly, that's, to me, Tombstone, I think, is his swan song. But I think Willow is, like, maybe my second favorite thing that Val Kilmer ever did. Now, he's definitely, uh, I mean, his portrayal, yeah, Tombstone, it doesn't get any better. No, 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 yeah. Movie-wise, he is, hands down, the best movie he was ever part of. Willow is like that cult classic where, well, I mean, he was also in like, I think weird science and a couple other things, yeah, but, he's in a lot of stuff. but like Willow is that good nerd fantasy adventure. Yeah. And like he played a cool well, character because he was Aragon. Yeah, you know? yeah <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it was. You know, he was a swordsmith. So, uh, I'm very excited for this. I'm looking forward cause the teaser came out. I did not see when it's actually going to be fully released. Hopefully in the next year. We'll see. It's 2022, so it should be it should be sometime Ooh, this year. Ooh, doggies! All oh, right, it's November 30th, 2022. All I right, got, I got you, man. November I got 30th. you. Right in, right in time for it'll be a good Christmas. Yeah, they'll be putting out those Willow play sets and <laughs> get my plate set. Hey, <laughs> oh, well, who needs that? All right, so here here was some interesting news. Um, I can't say I'm necessarily excited for this, but Winnie the Pooh. Went into and Piglet pub- too, and Piglet too. Uh, went into public domain, which is super, super surprising. Yes, with how Disney has controlled public domain, they've done really for well. Eighty years or something, but apparently, I don't know the the legality of it. But it, Winnie the Pooh is one percent public domain, so they're making a horror movie. Winnie the Pooh and Pib- it seems Piglet. like the natural progression you should be going into. Uh, it's called Winnie the Pooh and Blood Honey. <laughs> I don't think I knew th- knew that. I, I mean, I'm sure it was on the thing that we read, but um, the uh, I guess makeup, the designs look terrible. Oh yes, it is going to be a terrible movie. Maybe it's going to be so bad it's good to watch. I, I I will always say that that's possible. But just the fact that it is a fully Winnie the Pooh, and I wonder if the if that also puts the music. It's called Blood and Honey. Oh, sorry, Blood and Honey. I left the. Blood, that, oh God, that makes it even worse, maybe. Because Blood Honey. Yeah, actually, or, I thought you said Blood Hunting. I was like, no, 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 it Blood Honey, Blood, honey. blood and Honey. Because see, Blood and Honey is like okay, Blood Honey sounds like Blood Money, and it makes it a little bit more okay, sinister. Here's, here's the synopsis on IMDb. It follows Pooh and Piglet as they go on a rampage after Christopher Nolan abandons them. <laughs> the crew, oh, wait, Chris, Christopher, Christopher Nolan, <laughs> the director. <laughs> Christopher Robin. It's okay. We that know took a weird twist there with Christopher Nolan. Dire- is, he, is, he, is he part of this? <laughs> yeah. So, directed um, by Christopher Nolan. So, yeah, shit movie, but uh, interesting enough to go with it. All right, so She-Hulk, everybody's favorite yeah. female Hulk. Um, had a teaser drop and then it got torn apart because the CGI looked kind of wonky. So they dropped another with updated CGI. So many She Hulk Shrek memes out there. 
So, so many. That's really offensive to Shrek. Because <laughs> uh, Shrek holds up. So, uh, she, she holds Shrek. I know nothing about She-Hulk except for I remember the uh, Marvel swimsuit editions and Sweet Hulk, She-Hulk always had a, a cover. Oh, my too. favorite. Listen, we're gonna take a we're gonna take a tangent here for a second. My favorite about these Marvel swimsuit editions was the Punisher one, where he was wearing the the long bikini that had his skull on his crotch, but it was like so long. It was just so long. And the one where uh, Logan uh, Wolverine is cooking hot dogs and like taking. <laughs> The good day, the good old nineties guys. That was the height of comic book. That was. It will never get better than that. When you have swimsuit editions of your comic characters, it's honestly very surprising to me that they were so progressive to have dudes and girls in that. Hey man, I I want I want my beefcake with my (laughs) with my pie. Um, So yeah, She Hulk came out. I watched the trailer. I, I here's the thing, I'll watch it. it you know, like it, it comes out on Disney Plus. It's an MCU it thing. It doesn't look that interesting to me. It looks, it looks a little like rom com, almost like NBC like sitcom. So, um, here is the thing with She Hulk. Um, originally She Hulk was She Hulk comics were the original mm-hmm. Deadpool. She was the first. I don't know if she was the first. She was like a really big uh, third wall breaker. In her comics and everything. So I could see it having like... It, it's definitely a precursor to all the Deadpool stuff. So it's not super Deadpool-y. Um, <clears throat> but I could see him doing some of that kind of stuff. Gotcha. I could see him doing some like Saved by the Bell. Like Time Out. You know, that kind yeah. of stuff. And her talking to the camera and which stuff like that. It's a comedy, which I, I'm all yeah. for. Because... Um, Marvel, I mean, one thing they're you know like most are I, I would say you gotta like Marvel movies are comedies like they're oh, co- yes. comedy adventures, but this if they went full ham on a comedy show because I will say most of their their TV shows have been pretty heavy, heavy serious you know th- yeah that they always have their MCU comedy that's like, yeah. their their comedy's always there that's always going to be a little more action packed but, but yeah because I felt like the most Comic comedic ones were probably Loki and Hawkeye. Well, the Hawkeye definitely they both start even WandaVision, like the first episode, first funny. two or three, yeah, like funny. And then it like the weight gets put, put yeah. on. I would like to like just to go full ham and just it's comedy the whole way, yeah. I would be into although that. you got uh Tim Roth, he's yes. returning, he's ba- returning as the annihilator. Is that and, what it is? Um, um. Gosh, I'm pretty no. sure it's the Annihilator. It's not. It's no, Abomination. No, it's the Annihilator. <laughs> no, it is Abomination. But I think Annihilator is a cooler name. And uh, Jamila Jamil from, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name correctly, from, <clears throat> um, oh, what was that? Kristen Bell. The Good Place? The Good Place. She's going to be one of the, uh, she's uh, Tidiana, Tidiana. I, I thought know. she was playing She-Hulk. So I, like, uh, that's when, when I first heard she was... Uh, cast i was disappointed to see she wasn't playing she hulk gotcha because i and, thought she would have made a great she hulk and apparently mark ruffalo is in all is. nine episodes of this oh, wow. so and wong is gonna show up of course i mean this is the mcu they're gonna they're which gonna, and he's the sorcerer supreme right mm-hmm. now so 
Honestly, um, out of all that, I was happy to see that I got Tim Roth back because I think oh, he's absolutely. fantastic. Yeah. And he he was in which I guess Shang Chi. I forgot about Shang Chi. That was a a, a four, uh, uh, phase four. He was in Shang Chi, which I guess this fully brings in the original uh, Edward Norton Hulk. I mean, I know they've always said it was part of it, but this is like concreting that. Well, he again, Tim Roth was in Shang Chi, so he yeah. was he's already been in like the MCU and all that. So uh, this is just probably. I mean, he's. I mean, he's. Abomination is one of like Hulk's big bads, yeah. Um, from all of his comics and stuff, so and he's also going to be in nine episodes of this, so yeah, he's probably going to be if he's not the big bad, they're going to like team up and he's going to be a good guy. I I don't see how he's not the bad, like, because he's such he plays such a good asshole, yeah, Um, absolutely. Yeah, the CGI stuff I didn't really care about. The only thing, oh, the CGI, like, y'all know I'm an MCU stand, like. The, yeah, the, you're gonna defend it no matter the, what. The, no, the CGI was bad, but in watching it, I'm like, they're never well, gonna release so this. Like, here's that. what I heard on. Uh, so a lot of people, the complaint was, is like, she, you could have literally just painted her Gamora style, Absa- absolutely. And apparently, when they the this came through, like people that did the uh, actual effects, they made her bigger. And they kept getting yeah. notes back to make her smaller and smaller. Yeah. So I think that might have been a thing because like they actually wanted to hulk her up a little yeah. bit. Uh, but I think they want to keep her, you know, sexy. Yeah. Um, and, so. mo- and well, most of the time in She-Hulk um, continuity—that's our word of the day again. And most of the time in She-Hulk, like she's not big. She, she's recently, like, she's, she's thick. Yeah, <laughs> recently um, she's Hulk quote unquote hulked out and gotten bigger and stuff but most of the time she's smart and just kind of lean yeah alright so moving on from that so this one I, I was actually very so Ray being our expert Marvel person mm-hmm. um, wh- wh- what's your favorite issue of El Murto okay so let me go into this uh, we're going to start <laughs> off with the with the origin story <laughs> no I am a huge Marvel fan I am a huge Spider-Man I don't know who this dude is. All right, so I'm. I don't know any of these people, which is showing my. This is my worse age. than Morbius. This is yeah. worse when they talked about doing an Aunt May movie. This is worse than the Spot getting a movie. But this is Marvel, too. So this isn't this Sony. Is Sony. Yeah, this is Sony. This is this is Spider Man verse. Uh, are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I think this is Marvel. <clears throat> no, I read an article. This is like this is Marvel doing it. I don't think so, that's true. Um, research it while I'm, I'm, I'm going to look it up it. while you're talking. So uh, there is a famous, I believe, rapper. Um, so he's a Latin rapper. So I do know that his name's Bad Bunny. Um, he's probably, I think, in 2021, he was the most streamed artist. This guy is huge. I, I don't know this guy. Um, I'm old though. I'm not gonna. I've never guy. heard his music, but also like I don't listen to the. He's well. He's also more for the Latino market. That's true. Um. So, but I have a through work. I, a friend of mine went to a concert, and you know, I remember she tagged it Bad Bunny. I was like, because it was sold out, massive arena, and I was like, who the fuck is Bad Bunny? No, it's Sony's El Muerto. Muerto. Okay. That's okay. probably how you pronounce so, it. El Muerto. But so, so he's a he's a very very popular person right now. So they have him playing. He's a wrestler, superhero, uh, El the Mirato. What what was the uh, Mio, Mio What does that uh, translate to? I know. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So um, with my uh, all of my Spanish years, uh, up into Spanish two in um, in fifth grade, I know that this translates into. 
Don't fail me, Google. The Mierto. Yes, the Mierto. So, I didn't realize it was, it was Sony doing this. This makes a lot more sense now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is Sony. Um, because it's... Dead. The dead. Deceased. The deceased. I should, wow, I, we should have done that. <laughs> so, yeah, he's uh, going to play him. Uh, it's going to be a movie. Uh, yeah, It will be a movie. Yeah, it's a movie. It will be a movie with uh, this gentleman playing him, and it's Sony level. I, you know, I, I I don't know if Morbius, and and this is going to be a, a side tangent. Apparently, Morbius might get a sequel just because just so many of, people are hate watching it. Yeah, and memeing it. Yeah, so hard. It's 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 gotten so much hate watch. So maybe we'll get another with uh, this wrestling superhero. I I know. Our friend Chuck will be there front and center for a wrestling oh, it's superhero. It's a wrestling superhero. Yeah, this is yeah. right on for him. I mean, why not? So, yeah, I, I look forward to uh, Ray defending it because it's Marvel. Uh, all right, so uh, let's do some. I loved Morbius. <laughs> Kitty. I still uh, haven't seen it. Nathan watched it, though. I actually didn't. <laughs> I know you I did. just keep saying the Morbin time because that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Uh, this is a couple Mighty quick Morbin. stuff. So Jodie Foster of Taxi Driver uh, <laughs> fame. If I'm going the last thing she did, though, of yeah. note. Uh, she is going to be starring in HBO's True Detective Night Country. Uh, oh, okay. So this is a new True Detective thing. It's not True Detective. It's a spinoff. I think because it's been an anthology anyway. So I think they're yeah, just giving true. a name to it. Maybe, so maybe. Um, if it's true detective, I imagine it's going to be very Southern Gothic feel Probably. to it. Uh, so honestly, season one of true detective was like incredible. Some of the best TV you can watch two and three didn't watch. Did they have a four? Wouldn't know. Yeah. Uh, two was okay. I didn't watch three. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of fell off, but I like Jodie Foster enough that I've I'll, watch everyone, the, I'll watch the preview. I've liked every, like everyone that's been, in these, it's like I like that. Actor. I don't That's like. A good actor. I'm not the biggest Vince Vaughn fan. I, I don't. I don't hate him, but I like. I like. To me, he's always a comedian. Could, yeah, that's true. More than you know, straight. So, um, hey, when it when the trailer drops, I don't hate him though. I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah. I think the issue with True Detective is you drop something like season one where you got Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey literally redefining their career, especially Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and just doing one of the best seasons of TV you can ask for. Um, so you remember Jack Osborne from the Osbournes? Ozzy Osbourne's son. I know you know who Ozzy Osbourne is. Well, I know Ozzy Osbourne. Who's so, this guy? So Jack Osbourne, his son. Uh, oh, like in the, like, was this the 80s? They had a TV show on MTV or something? In 2000s, my friend. Because uh, Anyway, so uh, him and Jason Muse of fame of Jay and Silent Bob apparently have their own show on Discovery Plus where they go hunt Bigfoot. Is this new or they've been doing this, this for a this while? Has not, this is coming out soon. Um, it comes out, I actually believe, either later this year or early next year. Um, what is this called? Didn't have a name that I saw, <laughs> but it's probably Jack and Jason Hunt for Bigfoot. I'm sure it is. Uh, so I am 100% all for Bigfoot, Bigfoot hunting. Of course. I'm also all for uh, people like Jason Mew's stature of being the ones leading the charge because I don't know what life skills he's developed in life, but it's definitely not tracking <laughs> 
<laughs> true, true. Um, but also, like Jason Mewes need he needs this. Hey, Jason, uh, Jason Mewes needs this. Jack Osborne really yeah. needs this. So that that's the way this went. Jason, I really need this man. I need, I need like, hey man, you believe in Bigfoot? Fuck yeah, dude, bro. All right, man, let's go look for him. Hey, listen, a little backstory that I always think is interesting. This is a uh, you know little backstory. So obviously, people I think mostly know that Jason Muse had a huge heroin issue for many years. Uh, him and Jack Osborne were very good friends even back then. They would go to the clubs. Like, there's a great story of him talking about him and Jack going and running into Paris Hilton, and then Jason Muse making out with Paris Hilton. Like just this craziness. So, but they also got clean together. And once they got clean. I think they they called themselves uh, the Bird Crew or something like that. They would they go out to clubs, they drink Red Bull, but they won't like do parties. And it was like him gives you wings. Yeah, him and That's Jack why Osborne, the Bird Club? and they party all night. It was some super cheesy. Listen, name. I they've been friends for a long time. Did you send a link to this? Because yeah, it's it's in the the. I'm right. looking this up on the Google. There are like three links none of them talk about jason uh jason osborne or or, or jack osborne or jason muse they're not saying anything about this there's no thing on imdb i think this article that you sent you wrote <laughs> <laughs> it's, so i will say it's from comicbook.com I, I, I do see that and uh i mean it's it's pretty straight you know like jason osborne night of terror bigfoot Okay, it's it's a real thing according to comicbook.com. I'm looking this up. I've not seen anything else on this. It's oh, not on his IMDb. June 26. So it comes out that soon? Yeah, it, this is about the drop. Um, and so so is Jack Osborne's Night of Terror. Are we but, adding this to our list of what we're going to be watching? I, we have I, to buy Discovery Plus now. Actually, I'm already subscribed. Oh, so. okay. Um, I have to at least watch the first episode. I don't know if I'll follow it up. You don't know if something's real or not until you made an attempt to find it, quoted Osborne. <laughs> that's mean, the that's crux deep. of our mission, and I'm not going to lie, I'm a bit nervous. The area we have to cover is immersive and very dangerous. Animals like grizzly bears and mountain lions also lurking in the shadows. There's no telling what will come stumbling out of the woods. Hopefully it's Jay and me in one piece. I've never done anything like this. It's pretty crazy, Muse added. I'll be excited to see if we can find proof and then even more awesome if we can name it. I'd call it Museborn. God, this is so. Ooh, it's, this is quality TV, it's, guys. It's gonna be quality uh, TV. Hey, you know what? Good for those guys staying sober and finding oh, dumb shit like this. This is the dumb kind of stuff that if we were famous. I would love for us to do some hey, stupid shit like this. I gladly go hunt for. Uh, there's I. I didn't Ray talk about earlier. Ghost hunters. I watched a documentary and it's called Sasquatch. I think it's on Hulu and it's a true crime. Oh, you haven't mentioned this. Um, it, it, it this just made me think about it. it's a true crime story about this guy. Uh, he's a investigative journalist who like has all types of credentials. And in the eighties or nineties, he goes to. Um, Northern California, Oregon, near Murder Mountain, essentially. Okay. Uh, if you guys ever watched that documentary, and he's like hanging out with some friends that like were dealing pot or like you know growing pot, and one night these guys come up and they say, "Hey, we just ran upon two dead bodies that were ripped to shreds. Bigfoot got them." Whoa. And he 
you know, this happened some 30 odd years. So he's like, it's always stuck with me. I've always thought about it. So he returns to the area trying to investigate if it, people know about two guys getting killed by Bigfoot and it fucking gets deeper and crazier than you would believe. So Bigfoot stories are always great and you never know what you're going to get out of them. Um, all right. So I think uh, this is last on. <laughs> We're ending with a high note, man. You did a good job organizing well, this stuff. I, I, yeah. So there's a new video game coming out on Sony called Multiverse. Is it Sony? I thought it was um it's Sony. I thought it was the other one. What's the the Xbox? Xbox? No, this is Sony. Um so Sony has this game called Multiverse and I don't really honestly know much about it, but they just released that they have two new characters that will eventually come out. Now this might read the article I read, it might not be the launch characters. These might be some DLCs, but Ted Lasso and Scorpion from Those Mortal Kombat. Kind of, so if you're you're um oh multi it's gonna be PlayStation 5, 4, and Xbox and PC. So you 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 are covered. If you want to fight Scorpion with Ted Lasso, you're good to go. And like we discussed earlier in the episode, if you haven't seen Ted Lasso, go subscribe to uh, Apple TV, and you can watch through that to see how badass Ted Lasso is to whoop up on Scorpion's ass. I like I said, I don't think Lasso will fight Scorpion. I think he will believe in him, and he will get him to come over here, have and, some tea with him. He's gonna bring little biscuits to Scorpion until they're best friends. Yeah, they're gonna go out for tea time. And they'll be best friends. Just hang out, best friends. And he'll actually help him improve his technique. Yeah, and he'll prove that the the best way to get back at someone is to live a good life, you know? Yeah. You just, know. just live, just believe, just be, believe, do yourself, be yourself. So it's good times. This episode has ran a little bit longer than we'll usually run, but Hey, we just got back. This has been the first time we had a lot to talk about. So we hope you've enjoyed it. I want to finish this episode a little fan theory. Oh, throw this at I you. thought these were going to be like words of wisdom or something. No, I don't have any of those. Something to, for you guys to live by. Go if, for uh, it. if I ever give you words of wisdom, do the opposite. Run the other way. All right, so here's my fan theory of this week. So Peter Pan never wants his lost boys to grow up. And so once they do, he kills them. As they no longer fit into his ideal version of Netherlands. The theory generally points that Captain Hook and the other pirates, being former Lost Boys who grew up in escape pan before he could kill them. So by this theory, Hook is the good guy. That is the fan theory. Uh, any thoughts on that one? I I do like the idea of... I don't know about the like pan murdering the, uh, the Lost Boys, but I do like the idea of when they grow too old, they go over to Hook's side. Um, they've grown up and they realize maybe they realize like maybe he's I don't know maybe he's keeping those like he's keeping all those kids young and eventually they learn something and that's when they start growing up and then they get kicked out of the Lost Boys and go on. I, I'm I'm not wild about the murdering part. Well, if anything I learned from uh, Sweet Pete and oh, Sweet Rescue Pete. Rangers, he probably would kill him. That's honest. That's true, bro. So he did carry that di- that dagger. He did. He had a dagger. Is full of killing. Well, this has been NWGLS returning for 2022. Finally, I guess. I guess we're back. I don't know. We'll see. Well, 
tune in. We'll be here uh, at least next Sunday, and then we'll see what happens we'll from there. We'll see. And, uh, it's according to how much weed eating I have to do that day. <laughs> how much gardening. I, I, I was surprised you didn't bring any pickled vegetables for me to try. Uh, well, I'm Nathan. I'm Ray. Thanks for listening.